A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Good morning and welcome to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favors, sitting in with Logan with Captain Kirk Waltz, Chris Wayne, spinning the hits. Yo. Morning, boys. Shaking morning. morning. Daddy. Hey, morning. Can, we, can you do me a favor, like, real fast? What can you, you give me a marine forecast, like, for next week? Because it looks really good. Can I do it? <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean man. Uh, is, it, is it still not good? No, it's, it's I haven't good. seen it. No, it's going to be good. Is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just guessing based on the last couple no, of days. No, 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 no. I, I'm serious because we need to, as as charter captains, as fishermen, and, and here's the good thing: um, the forecast for this weekend is fantastic for the weekend anglers. Thank goodness, man. They haven't had a break. I mean, I I know a lot of guys. It's you know almost the middle of May. They hadn't even been offshore once this year. The uh, the weather this week was just atrocious for fishing. For fishing, but yeah. I mean for being. On land, yeah. it was beautiful. It was absolutely money. It was epic. Money. Even in southwest Florida, it was beautiful. Yeah. No, no. I, I, I totally agree. I mean, yard work, oh, stuff like that. Do whatever you want like, outside. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay. And uh, the welcome to the Nimnik Outdoor Show post, okay, that uh, is up on Facebook and Instagram. Captain Kirk is uh, a little venture down to southwest Florida to catch some snook. That was so much fun. Yeah, I have never that. done that before. You know, we had gone down there once before and, and fished up in the, uh, the mangrove forest in Naples with a guide down there. Shoot, looks like you're right there, a bunch of boat docks. We went up in the canals because it was blowing. Again, it was blowing down yeah, there. Yeah. down there too? Yeah. Couldn't okay. fish Saturday. We had to cancel Saturday's tarpon trip. Mm-hmm. And so I told Kyle, I said, well, looks like there's a little better forecast on Monday. And it was, you know, 15 to 20. Right. So the guy, he was great. He pulls up in a boat, and, and it's, it's an older boat, and uh, it, the story is pretty incredible. But we ended up going in the canals mm-hmm. and pitching uh, uh, greenies and thread fins up against the boats. And the thing that was so amazing to me is 70 to 80% of the people that live in those canals are gone. Yeah. Yeah, well. Th- Jeff, Kevin, the, the houses are all shuttered up. 
Did they come down for the for the winter for the winter? Yep. And, and they gone. told me they said the week before Mother's Day they're gone. He said they got the stragglers on Mother's Day, and he said after that it's dead as a hammer until until uh, what is Isn't it? Let labor. Yeah. Huh? That's crazy. Yeah, it, it is, is crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. couldn't believe it. Yeah. I mean, you go up there and look at the houses, and you're you're fishing behind the houses. And I'm going, look at that. This is hurricane. Yeah, shutters. I mean, I, I for when I was in the golf business, um, I went down there and helped a, a friend of mine open up a golf course, and I was in charge of all the outside operations. And summertime, we would do twenty rounds yeah. a day. Mm. Wintertime, three hundred. Really, three hundred. Wow. I mean, I'm talking. Get, get, let, let's get that was Sarasota, right? You know, right, right, right. You know so I mean, that was uh, uh, it was unbelievable. There was nobody there in the summertime, Kirk. Uh, yeah. when, you, when but, you were down there fishing for these snook, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious because you know, I've done that snook fishing mm-hmm, down there quite mm-hmm. a bit, and uh, and also down at uh, Jensen Beach. What kind of rigs were you using? Same thing we use, mm-hmm. this was light tackle spinning rods. He, I thought he'd put but 30 a terminal or, tackle. I mean, what would like uh, a hook. And thirty pound fluorocarbon. That's what I figured. Yeah. A little short shank live bait hook and fluorocarbon. A and short three shank baits. owner hook, and he's all about owners, and that's all you use. And you hook them either in the eyeballs, like you do a pogey, yep, right. right in the nose, yep, or you hook them right above the anal fin, yep. No weight, yep. No split shot. He it's goes, amazing that that that's what that's that's snook candy, man. Yeah. They, and they, and I tell you what, if if it ain't alive, they right, ain't it, eating it. They, they eat it. Jeff. You're right, Kevin. Even they if it's just it. swimming slowly, so they, touch they it. don't eat it. No. But if that thing does a little, <laughs> bam. You watch um, it. My question, how, did he catch bait with you or no. did he already have it? He left. He told us. And this guy, has, it was really, his, his name was Steve Phillips. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no <Yeah>. way. <laughs> Absolutely. We were driving down there and Kyle goes, oh, we're going to meet Captain Steve Phillips. I'm going, what? I said, you're kidding, right? That's a joke. Because Steve Phillips is Kyle's. Uh, old CPA here. Account? He used Steve yeah. here. Well, he's right the outdoor show CPA. So I was kind of laughing. I was yeah. like, I was like, you know, between him and Frank Hunter. And I said, I said that is so funny. And he goes, I said, you joking with me? He goes, no, no, it's this, it's the truth. And he said, now, the guy, now, now, real quick, the guys from Georgia, from Georgia. He's from Georgia. What, what part of Georgia? Um, is it, is it Meridian? Sound right? I don't Central know. Georgia. Okay. All right, so I got Cam- a question. Camden County. Uh, what Camden County? Camden Where's Camden County, County at? Uh, Camden County's not far from the Florida Georgia border. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's on nine ninety five near Savannah. Is that Savannah? Is that Savannah? No, no. no. I don't know. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember what he said. He said he was from Georgia. He had a Georgia accent. All and right, I, so Captain Steve Phillips, mm-hmm. okay, not the CPA Steve Phillips. Uh-huh. What was the name of the captain that Tom Hanks played? And uh, Captain Phillips. Phillips. What was his Cap first Phillips. name? Do you remember? Uh. Uh-uh. Was it? Was it? I don't know. I don't remember. Cap Ron. I want to say, say Mike, but I don't think that's it. Yeah, I don't know. But but I will tell you this: they left. He told me when Cap we got Ron. there. He said we left the dock at five thirty this morning, and we spent an hour and a half catching bait. That's what I was going to ask you. Oh yeah, yeah. They show up at the dock and, and, they, and they fish at eight. They don't fish at seven. They meet you at eight o'clock. Yeah, because they got to have time to catch bait. Got to have time to catch mm-hmm. bait. And and when he pulled up, he said, "I got about three hundred fifty greenies." I'm like, oh sweet, and he pulled them out, and they were three, three to four inches, golden. Man. Oh, and he's and he's it's like gold. He's like he's like these are money. Yeah, and he was funny. I mean, he had goo all over the boat from throwing catching that net. the bait. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, he had a first mate. He um he has he had one leg. Steve Phillips had one leg. Steve Phillips had one leg. Okay. 
Right, right. Yeah, Captain lady. had one leg. Captain had one leg. Did yeah. he? Did he have a, a prosthetic? Uh, yes. Okay. Was um, it a peg? It, it, no, it wasn't. <laughs> was, did he have a hook? No, it <laughs> wasn't a pirate, Chris. It's not Captain Hook. I'm watching too many cartoons. <laughs> but um, it, it was an interesting story. So here's the story. He he said he was a regional district manager for racetrack, uh, gas stations, mm-hmm. convenience stores, mm-hmm. and his family had about 50, 60 acres of property he he's an avid hunter deer hunter turkey hunter loved the turkey hunt and he said that he had spina bifida Mm -hmm. which is a you know a a pretty hard disease on a body right yep and apparently his his symptoms were he his legs were numb he didn't feel a lot in his legs Mm -hmm. and he went turkey hunting he sat on the ground and got bit by a spider and didn't know it Mm. And for a couple of days, it was, I guess, behind his calf. Oh, right. My. And he didn't notice it, didn't feel it, and it abscessed. Mm. And he started getting sick, and then he noticed it and ended up going to the hospital, spent a year in the hospital, and oh cut his leg off. Gosh, Jeez. that sucks. Spent wow. a year. He a said year. he almost killed him. And he lost his job. He lost his home. He said his wife left him. It was, a, it was like a, a made-for-TV movie book. Oh. Yeah, country music song too. Yeah, but he was no a doubt. good. He was a good. He seemed like a good guy, and he was like, you know, he said I just regrouped. He said I had a friend I worked with was in the business. He told me that he traveled a lot, like I did when I was doing my job. Mm-hmm. He said I'm never home. I got an extra bedroom. He said, why don't you come down here and live with me in Punta Gorda and just take the extra bedroom? And he said, you know what? I took him up on it. I, he said I packed all my crap. I drove down here. And he said, and I haven't left. I've been here for 12 years. I'll be wow. Done. And he said, for him, man. I started this business. He said, I got my captain's license. The Coast Guard will allow me to run charters if I have a first mate. He said, so I was to have a first mate in the boat. And I said, that's, that's you know, I did not know that being an instructor. Right. I said, here's, I, here's the other question I have. Why wouldn't they let him run a charter without a first mate? Because um, the prosthetic. Because, yeah, because of the prosthetics. Yes, absolutely. So? Say it, it's it's something to do with you know being able to be a deck officer and take care of those people that you're in charge of. Right. Okay. So if you have to go safety, safety if you have to yeah. go in the water, yeah, you have to do do a rescue or whatever you have to do, and you're in the okay. boat by yourself. I got you. So that I think that's part of it. That would be my guess. Yeah, knowing what I know. So anyway, he had the first mate, and they went out and they got bait. They came back, super nice guy. I mean, and I bet you he he has uh, sometimes a hard time keeping a first mate. Well, he said no. Really? He said down there he has one guy that he works with for six months. He said he just went home with the with the snowbirds. Yeah. He said all snowbird went home. He said my snowbird went with him. Uh. He said so I've got this guy. He said right now I just do one or two charters a week. Right now, if I do that many, he said this is our off season. He said from now till September. He said it'll be. Fairly slow around here. He said they have the big tarpon run down in Boca Grande. Yeah. But he said around here, the, the individual charters, he had a cat boat, a 22-foot cat boat, and it was an older boat with twin Suzuki's on the back, 125s. A twin? And, twins? Yeah. That's so it's a pretty big boat. It's 22-foot, you know, and I thought this will be interesting, you know, and he had platform, and it's the only Did boat I've ever seen that they had – they took the, the, this – I guess what you call it, epoxy, and sprayed the decks and the platforms with it. And it's like, you know how they put that gravel rock on a roof? Yeah. You know, it's real small? Yeah. yeah. That's The whole boat was co- covered in that. So lots of grip. Lots of grip. That's all outstanding. Probably well, I easy, mean, here's, here's the thing. Easy to clean. Having, having a prosthetic leg 
Got that right. You got yeah. one foot That's to, right. to get traction. I mean, I'm sure that that was incredibly important to him. It so, was. So did, both did, the front and the back platforms are covered in it. Did did it have a troll motor? Uh, he had a, yep, he had a, uh, what is it, not a, a Terrarova. He had the other one, the um, the, the automatic deploy. What do you call that thing? You got one, don't you? Yeah, I, I don't remember. The one. Altera? Remember Altera. Altera. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah. That's right, Altera. So he had the Altera mm-hmm. so he could deploy it. Mm-hmm. And we pull up in the canals, and he looks at me, and he goes, we're going to go over to this little corner over here. And he said, there's big big mangoes in here. He said, I'm going to get y'all started on these mangoes and see how y'all do on these smaller snooks. The mangrove snapper? Yep. Yeah. And he said, and then we'll go from there. And we pulled up in there, and the first cast I threw in the water, boom, like a four-pound mangrove. Oh, yeah. Four pounds? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm talking. Yeah. I'm talking. I was like, I was going, Damn. I was wow. like, those are big. Go those to are like fish, offshore. That, did, did that go to the fish box? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. He's, And he was all fired up. He's going, oh, that's a good one. That's a that's good a one. You know, just like one. we would. Yeah. Throws it in the cooler. Bang. Kyle catches one. I'm going, this is this is going to be fun. We sat there for four hours, and that guy put us on the fish. I bet we caught 40, 50 fish. That's wow. great. Between the mangoes. The snook. The snook. We caught snook after snook. And after we caught those snook in there, we started out on the Four to five pounders, mm-hmm. which are incredibly fun, which yeah. is blast. Yeah. It's like goes, catching largemouth bass on steroids. Yeah, it is. I, I was, I, I've never caught them like that, and it was funny because he goes, "Now that y'all are warmed up, kind of like we would do, yeah. I got y'all warmed up. Now we're gonna graduate to the big ones, the big daddies." And then we went up another canal, and I, Heather was having a little trouble throwing with me in the way, so which, I said, "Which Look, Heather is Kyle's, Kyle's girlfriend. girlfriend?" Okay, and I said, "Let me have your rod." So I took her rod and pitched it up onto one of these sailboats, and I handed it to her. All of a sudden, I saw that line go doink, and I said, "Let him eat it," and she she let him eat it, and she stuck him, and I was like, "Holy crap!" And it was a good one. It was I think it was thirty four inches, thirty three. Oh, nice! I sent y'all a picture. Yeah, of it. Yeah. It, was a, it was a fat, real one. nice fish. And we sat there and we caught one after another. Of those. What was the biggest one of the day? Hers. Yeah, that's how much you think that weighed. I want to say ten. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say that's, eight. That's eight about to ten. ten pounds. Looking at it, I'd that's say about a, ten. I'd say ten pounds. They're they're funny. They're not like a. They're not. I, I, to me, as far as the difference between them and a red, a red is kind of girthy and muscular, and when you grab a snook, their belly's kind of soft in yeah. the belly. You know, it's yeah. it's a different fish. Yeah, they're not quite as firm. They're a little bit more. Supple, I guess you could yeah. say, mm-hmm. but I will tell you this: when you get one that's like fifteen pounds, because I remember when we used to go down mm-hmm. to Jensen Beach and we had, right. you know, those ones that were over. Once once you get over ten, now they're not getting a whole lot longer. Right, no. they start to look like footballs. They get fatter. I mean, yeah. fat, and the tail just gets big, like big, big tail. Yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah. wow. Yeah, it's look- like a redfish just ke- kind of keeps going. I got smoked know? one time under the docks, and and I I consider myself a pretty good fisherman. I don't, and so. <laughs> I looked, I looked, when he handed me the reel, I start playing with the drag, you know, and he goes, what are you doing? I said, I want this drag a little bit tighter. You know, I said, yeah. if, if there's a big one on there, I want to be able to haul his butt out of there. And the guy had nice rods and reels. Um, four hour trip? Four hour trip. How, how much? Uh, 425. Fair. Four hours. Yeah, very, very fair. fair. Yeah. And he fished this for five and a half hours. Wow. He's just like like we are. He was having so much fun. Yeah, he's fishing going, biting. You got good people. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, we were having a lot of fun. Right. He was having fun with us. The mate was having fun with us. Um, he was like, look, I don't have another trip this afternoon. I'm off the rest of the day. He said, look, we're just having fun. Yeah. And after five and a half hours, Kyle's like, look, I, I got some. I got to be. Yeah, yeah. I got to go to work at four o'clock. So he said, I, I can't do this too much longer. And he was going to take his cobia fishing. <laughs> 
They catch, been like, drop, drop Kyle off yeah, the no dock. Yeah. Let's go, Kyle. They catch Cobia on the edge of those canals. I couldn't believe it. I, uh, really? Well, and and, and huh. I wouldn't have believed it until I saw it. And we and we got got all the way to into one of the canals, and, and he Kyle's said, "We're going to make the dock. We're going to make one more stop Made here. Swim. Yeah. And we start pitching baits under the sailboat. And he goes, "Pitch one over there in the canal." So Thomas, the first mate, he goes, "I, I got it." He said, I'll, "I'll do this one." So Thomas does a little underhanded pooch cast in the middle of the canal. And of course, the canals are only. 30 yards wide. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not very wide. No. And all of a sudden he goes, oh, my God. And I look over my shoulder, and there's a there's a 30-inch cobia following his bait to the boat. And I'm going, right here? That's cool. And I'm like, in the canals? And he goes, man, he said, I caught a 35-pounder in here the other day. Unreal. And, I, you know, of course, I'm going, yeah, okay, right, all right. And then he whips out his phone. Shows you the picture. Shows me the picture, and I go, I'll, I'll be, be damned with the sailboat in the background. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going, I'll be John Brown. Look at that. And he goes, y'all want to go cobia fishing? And I'm going, <laughs> man, I think I'd like that, you know. But I would have gone. Yeah, we went. And we had. We had. We needed more bait. We went through a lot of bait. I mean, those guys chum. They take handfuls of yeah. those pilchers and just throw them up yeah. there. Man, when they hit the water, it is wild to watch those snook blow up on them. They that's, hit them just that's like a bass. Too much fun. Yeah. The, and, uh, and I'm telling you, that fishery is going to be here. Oh, before long. Yeah. Before long. If we I, don't, if we don't get any cold ass winters. Yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have that fishery here. Yeah, which will be awesome. Yeah, which will be great. He asked me about that. He said, "Do y'all have many snook?" And I said, "The only problem we have is, I said, if the water temperatures you well know gets below fifty five, they don't like it." Yeah, he goes, "Yeah, they won't." Say, you say that do we got any snook? Well, I mean, we had a post two days ago yeah. on our Facebook and Instagram page from uh, Austin Trout Man. Okay, he's got yeah. one beautiful snook caught somewhere in St. Augustine. That snook. Was twenty eight and a half inches long. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, it's it's just a common theme now. It's mm-hmm. not it's not uncommon to catch snook anymore. Yeah, and and you know to be able to target them is is coming. Yeah, the the pictures though that you took and there were some that were posted a couple of days ago, uh, just fantastic. Um, sunset, it is uh, scorpions, gators, lizards, birds. <laughs> it's cool, man. I love. I see. I yeah. love pictures that have. All of that. Yep. You know, it was a fun, Besides just the hero, I caught this fish Right, shot. I agree. It you know? was, you know, the, the, the guy that loaned us the, the place, he called it a paradise. And it is it is a beautiful place. It is by far one of the prettiest places I've ever been. To get up in the morning and you look at that, and then the water is just like being in the Keys. Yeah. It's, it's tremendous. And so, hey, folks, so while we're in the commercial break, if you want to see some fantastic pictures, go to our Facebook or Instagram page because not only did Captain Kirk take a bunch of great pictures, but uh, Will Dickey sent us yeah, some pictures. Yeah, those were phenomenal. That were absolutely fantastic. And uh, I'll, I'll tell the story if you haven't had an opportunity, but go to our Facebook, Instagram page, and check out some of these posts over the last couple of days. The pictures from Captain Kirk, the picture from Will, and uh, the picture of the snook from Troutman. And, uh, and we'll be back right after this right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Hey, uh, just a little piece of information here. Okay, we, we've talked about CNH Marine. Yes, we have. Many times mm-hmm. on the show and some of the beautiful work that they do and great people that they are. They are great people. And, uh, hey, look, they're looking for some, some great people to come on board as employees. Mm-hmm. And so if you're wanting to start a great career, 
in marine construction, all you have to do is call CNH Marine Construction, 904-264-7500. Schedule a time, come and fill out an application, and join the winning team. Mm-hmm. At good, CNH Marine good Construction. Good people to work for, man. Bob Matthews and his son are just Yeah, they're good, great good, folks, man. <laughs> they really are. They're good folks. Uh, uh, did, I did did make my way over to uh, Mr. Bob's place last Saturday. Carrie yeah. and I, uh, we had a great time. Nice. So, I don't know if y'all remember uh, Kirk was going, but last Saturday the west wind was blowing at about 20 to 25, uh-huh. which is coming right directly into his backyard. So, yeah. it was it – was, uh, but, but, but we still, still had fun. And then, you didn't get hot. And then going, yeah, that's for sure. Going to the uh, NRA banquet tonight with Bob oh, and nice. Gloria. Yeah, very yeah, cool. Yeah. Nice. So, um, should should be fun. Very cool. All right, uh, let's do an updated weather, updated tides, and a weather forecast brought to you by the Bearded Pig, best barbecue in Jacksonville. And I would say that uh, their brisket is the best I've ever had. I mean, consistently. That, mm-hmm. That's hard to do consistently. I will tell you that. So, uh, Beer to Pick, two locations, one at the beach and also the other one in San Marco on Kings Avenue and two great locations with outdoor seating. I think you'll love it. Kids will love it, too, because they got a fence that's outside and you can chalk up. They can write on the fences with the chalk. <laughs> I mean, kids love that. Yeah. What do you mean, Kids. Uh, well, I know, I'm all about that. I know. I do. I've done it too. Yeah. Drawing some pictures. Up there. <laughs> I got to admit, I've been out there with the kids, drawing with the chalk. All right, uh, here's the hey, weather forecast. Real quick, before the weather forecast, uh-huh. can I just drop this? Out? Got some update on on the Meridian information and exactly where it is. It's actually Mer- it, Meridian, Meridian, Georgia, Meridian, which was Georgia. Captain Phillips. Okay. Yes, um, uh, Kenny called in, and it thinks he knows who that guy is. And said that uh, huh. that it's in McIntosh County. Okay, which is just north of Camden County. Okay, to give okay. you an idea. All okay, right, cool. Appreciate that. Thank you. All right, to weather forecast today: southwest winds, five knots, becoming east, five to ten, late morning and early afternoon. Mm, mm. Then it's going to be coming. What's that? Yeah, really. <laughs> what the heck is that? Five yeah. to ten, and then it's going to be a southeast. Uh, uh, about uh, 10 knots late in the afternoon, seas three to four feet. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, southeast winds, five to 10 knots, seas three to four feet with an eight-second interval, light chop on the intercoastal, slight chance of showers and th- thunderstorms in the afternoon tomorrow. Monday, southwest winds, five to 10 knots, becoming southeast, 10 to 15 in the afternoon, mm-hmm. seas three to four feet. Tuesday, southwest winds, 5 to 10 knots, becoming southeast in the afternoon, seas 2 to 3 feet. About time. Wednesday, south winds, 5 knots, becoming southeast, 5 to 10 knots in the afternoon. Boys? Yep, it's time to go offshore. Thank God. It's on. (laughs) I am over the wind. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm over inshore fishing right now. I I am with you, brother. Uh, You know, Jeff, seriously. it's it's misery loves company right and i i truly believe that kirk's fishery out of mayport the inshore stuff is is better than san augustine i think there's more options sure you know you got the the big bigger bigger water too yeah you know and and when 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 kirk is struggling inshore because he's one of the best guides that i know inshore he's gonna find something to catch and when we are all comparing our stories, and it's catfish and stingrays and bluefish and jacks and a, occasional trout, and 
Um, like I said, I know Leon and those guys have 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 had some some pretty good days in 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 the ditch, um, but most of the stories are not good. It's well, not good. I think coupled with the, the wind that we've had I, for I how many weeks? I know the water quality. I I believe in what I saw yesterday. I went out to the jetties right. Wednesday and I went out there and looked at it yesterday. And the water quality is awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's even in the ocean, it was real milky looking, mm-hmm. silty. I know some of the guys ran offshore yesterday. Uh, I heard Jesse Gregory on the radio and Roger Walker. They said it was pretty. I, I heard some of the guys got out there. I don't I don't know if they found any bait on the beach. I know that uh, uh, Chris that, that, that runs one of the charter boats out of Mayport um, on the Sweet Lips I, I, as I understood it, listening on the radio, he ran all the way to the pier and didn't see any bait. Well, I, I the the only reason I'm going to tell you that there was bait, and I can't confirm this, but um, I do know for a fact that, that there was kingfish caught on the party grounds out, out of St. August yesterday, and there was a sailfish caught. Mm-hmm. Captain Chris Worth mm-hmm. caught a sailfish yesterday. So there had to be bait on the beach somewhere yeah. uh, for them to I mean, to, I looked in the chum hole yesterday, and I didn't see anything, mm-hmm. and, but it was sporty over there. It was doing the bob and weave. Right. You know, when you get northeast, southeast winds that, that go back and forth, and then you had a, a fairly large swell uh, Wednesday because um, the guys were surfing on Wednesday and Thursday. And then you you, you oh, couple was, that with all the – It was hallowed on Thursday. I mean, all the rain and stuff we had. You know, I, I, I literally – Water quality to me is I, down. I, I wore shorts, but then I wore like a T-shirt with my long shirt, sleeve shirt over it, and then I had a light jacket on. Mm-hmm. At 10.30, I was cold, man. Me too. And, and, and I'm not exaggerating, Jeff. I told my and and they were too. You know, it was because it was blowing right out of the north. It was blowing hard. <laughs> and it was like, you know what? I'm I'm literally cold. So this, I had on shorts and a but I had on a long sleeve shirt yep. and I had on a jacket. I did too. That's and exactly. I was I was cold. I was cold. <laughs> I was like, this is nuts, man. All right, let's do a tides report. Brought to you by Angie Sub. If uh, if you're wondering on the post yesterday on our Facebook, Instagram, guess where I I was mm-hmm. at. Uh, that was Angie. That's Maybe they ought to just train you over there. Oh, Put you, you in train? there, and you know, you can sub for Ed. You can do a you know do a training mission. And they show you how to make those French fries. Well, I, I, I will I'll tell you a little <laughs> little story. Okay, Dylan comes home from college this week. Oh, nice. Got home on Tuesday night. Okay, so haven't seen him in a while. So yeah. he's home from college, a couple so months. Want to make him his good meal? You know, right. what good meal? When it, something he's gonna like. Tears out of town on business, so you know, Dad's cooking, and uh, so cheeseburgers. Dylan loves cheeseburgers; one of his favorite things. So I make, you know, Tara's famous cheeseburgers for mm-hmm. him and Taylor, and loves them. So, what does he want to do on his first day? Oh, he just wants to go to Angie Subs for he lunch. Wants to go to Angie, of course Subs. he does. Yeah. He's an eating machine, yeah. you know. So like father, to, like son. So we, Taylor had a play uh, the next morning, Wednesday morning at school, and. And uh, we got an excused absence for the rest of the day since Dylan was back in town and only in town for a day or two before heading out on a trip. And uh, so we went to Angie's. And nice. so uh, French fries, Dr. Bang's. Yeah. Uh, my wife left me for Taylor. French fries for three. No, it's actually just one one order for two and then a single. So, yeah, Angie subs. It's first yeah. uh, day back. So the tides for today, Mayport Bar Pilot Docks. At 7.44 in about 15 minutes is a high tide, and that's a 4.52. At 1.32 p.m. is a low tide. That is a negative .40. 8.18 this evening. Tonight is a high tide, and that's a 5.35 high tide. 
at your tithes each and every week. And if you're doing a little bit of planning for tomorrow in the morning at 8.34 a.m., it is a 4.57 high tide. That's mm-hmm. your tides report brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs, right there at the corner of Beach and Penman. Uh, Kirk, before we take a break, uh, a question um, from Doug Wenzel, because he just went down southwest Florida and went snook fishing, and, and they, they, they had a great time. But they had a problem with porpoises. Oh. <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't feed them once. If they get one fish, they won't leave. you gotta got to move. They are as bad as... As I've ever seen them. I'll be dead. I've never had. I've never had. They go up in the canals. So we're in the canal. I'm not talking small porpoise. I'm talking, I was guessing maybe. Yeah, because they said the same thing what we've been saying about the sharks. Yeah, they're they've hanging around fishermen. They, they come in tune with motors and they figured it out. And, they, ah. and, 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 and so and they're they, smart critters now. Yeah, they're really smart. We were in there. I'm not talking just sharks, a little ways. We were in there miles. This is how big these canals are down there. Mm. I'm talking miles. And so it's like a maze. And, and I was glad this guy knew where he was going because I, I went in there one time and I'm pretty good at navigation. I'm like, damn. I, I mean, that's a real quick so many left and right turns. So, I was like, So you, you did see porpoises? And- they came in the canals. One of them did. And it was a very large one. I would say, I don't know how long they get, but I would say close to eight, 900 pounds or bigger. <laughs> Big porpoise. Right. And we had a snook and got it up in the boat. We were taking some pictures of it and – Thomas, the, the mate, looks over and goes, Dad gummit. And I said, What? And he goes, There's a porpoise. Flipper. And I'm I'm thinking, yeah, okay. Because around here they don't bother you. Right. And he goes, Make sure that make sure that fish gets up underneath that boat over there, you know. Don't let that fish, you know, get over here into the canal. And so they flip the snook up against the sailboat and it hits the water and and thumps one time and moves over five feet off the sailboat to turn and go down. That thing came by, and Kyle was standing there, and it looked like a rocket with a mouth. The porpoise. Yeah. And hit that thing, and you could see it all. Oh, Lord. Gone. Ugh. One bite, gone. Wow. And Kyle was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I, you know, I had that happen to me this year. A fish in the jetties, St. Augustine. Really? One of, one of the days when it was just really, really pretty. Yeah. Perfect. Um, I, I, and it was a giant porpoise. Um, Did the same thing? Dude, fish I couldn't. Caught? I couldn't get a fish back in the water. Oh, jeez. I mean, I you know, I fed it a couple ladyfish. Yeah. You know, thinking that this was cool. Uh-huh. But then after that, I just tried, it cool. at one point in time, he tried to actually take a sheep's head off of Mm-mm. my line. Mm-mm. I mean, it it was uh, it was pretty aggravating. Yeah, he said over there they're they're terrible. Yeah. It, Crazy. In, I, interesting let's, question. Let's take a break. We come back. Uh, open phone lines, or David was on there for a minute. If you'd like to call in, 904-641-1010. And, uh, and don't, remember, don't forget, folks, if you've got any kind of HVAC issue, okay, that's your air conditioner, okay? We don't ever use our heat down here. But if your air conditioner starts giving you a problem, the folks at Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, 904-448-1962, have been taking care of our systems for 20-plus years. I haven't seen them for about a year. It's been great. <laughs> and that's been awesome. It's awesome, right? And, yeah. uh, and I can tell you, we don't call anybody else nope. but Thick Pen Heating and Cooling. And you're listening to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Tire Outlet, 
if you need some new tires, you need service. <laughs> so, vehicle. So I called I called I called Danny yesterday, mm-hmm. the tire outlet. And um I've been wearing my little trailer out, my single axle trailer, moving stuff back and oh, forth. Yeah. And, I, and and you know, sometimes you really don't pay as much of attention to tires as you should. Yeah. Found some radials <laughs> mm. sticking out. Mm. So I, I called Danny and I'm like, there. I, I You're need talking to, about I need... the steel belt? Yeah. Starting yeah. To poke Coming out of the yeah. Tire, trailer yeah. tires. Oh, talking yeah. About. Yeah. 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 So I called Danny. I'm like, do you have these e-kits? Of course. So I, I'm taking it in on Monday and, and, uh, <laughs> going to get some new tires on a little trailer. That's good. Yeah. But that's the thing is they have any tire, any tire, any tire. All right, so our the the pic, couple posts that we had mm. on our, our Facebook page, Kirk, uh, great pictures, and Thank there's you. I think there's about ten of them that you took on you know the the pictures that are on today's post of the fish, but then you go back a couple days and there's ten pictures of uh, stuff mangroves mm-hmm. and wildlife, and was that scorpion alive or did it just get run over? Yeah, thank God it just got run over. We were walking, Kate and I went for a hike down from from the condo. Mm-hmm. And there's an old railroad trestle there, I guess, from, I don't know, 100 years or so ago from Flagler's Railroad. And when they used to run short rail out there, and I, I, Kyle was like, Dad, you ought to go on this hike. Heather and went on the hike earlier in the day. And so I, I told Kate, I said, let's go on a hike. And you know, so we put on our tennis shoes and we take off. And it's about two and a half miles, you know, mm-hmm. to, the, to the dock, I mean, to the, to the old pier. And we're walking this dirt road down. And I looked down and I said, what in the? And she goes, what is that? And I'm thinking it was alive. Yeah. And I realized the car had just run it over. I'm that's going, a big scorpion now. That's the biggest Florida scorpion I ever saw. Yeah, I've never seen one that big. <laughs> I haven't either. And I, I know freaked. he got squashed, yeah. but I mean. Have, was, you, have you ever known of anybody got bit? No. Stung? No. Me neither. It was, I'm kidding you. I kid you not. It was no. big as the palm of my hand. Really? It, it, that picture doesn't do it justice. It was, it was a good four inches. Wow. wow. And I looked at that and I told Kate, I said, I have never seen one that big in Florida. The uh, that picture, ooh, wow! Um, got a picture of a is that an iguana? I guess the lizard. They're everywhere. Yeah, that was a little one. Yeah, they're it's, freaking it's an everywhere. Iguana, right? Iguana. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and you know, of course, the FWC has given them a permission to, and if you want to whack them, whack them, whack them. You can whack them with a pellet rifle. But okay. the people down there are like, can you imagine that? That'd be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> they were like, you know, the thing that boys. Yeah. We're, we're going an iguana we, we, shoot. Yeah, yeah, we're not going squirrel hunting. We're going we're going iguana hunting. Can but you the eat thing them? is, well, Kyle said some of the boys down there eat them, and I'm like, I don't know about that. I, would, I mean, back legs, tail, right? I don't know, Maybe? like a frog. Well, they don't I, they don't eat bugs. They don't eat bird eggs or anything. They're vegetarians. Hmm. All they eat is fruits and berries, okay. and bushes, right? So they're no threat to anything. In Florida, other than everything that eats fruits and berries, everything right. that eats fruits and berries, yeah, They're yeah, I guess that's a, one them. way to look at it. Yeah. But they are literally everywhere. Yeah. I mean, we rented a golf cart. Yeah, the, the one thing is, is they 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 can't expand their range because they can't take. No, they can't take cold. Cold. Kyle yeah. said it's so funny when it got cold down there this last winter. <laughs> it was raining. He said they were just falling in people's yards. People just going up there <laughs> really? them up by the bagfuls, <laughs> just throwing them in the garbage. You know, yeah, we're gonna throw these. In, you know, the uh, the picture of the bird is that a osprey? That's it an is. osprey. Oh yeah, That's, is that his nest? No, he was, was just sitting. Really he was low. just sitting there. He had eaten a fish and he was just sitting there drying his wings off. And I was like, that is so cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did a great job on the picture. Ospreys were freaking everywhere. There. Well, now what's the um, 
survey Corps of Engineers picture thingy. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the ge- geographic uh, marker for the that they use to to I guess survey all land, all geographic lo- locations on land. So those geodesic, I think they call them geodesic markers. Okay, so this was down geographic markers. This was way this was way down and um this was right next to the uh, train trestle. Okay, where? And uh, what town were you in? This is Boca Grande. Okay, so this is Boca Grande, but if you look at this thing, it says J-A-X-F-L-A, Jax, Florida. So whoever made... That's because the Corps of Engineers office is in Jacksonville, is in Jacksonville Florida. Florida. Okay, yeah. I was wondering yeah. why I said Jax, Florida, but she's down there yeah. in southwest in Florida. Yeah. yeah. But when I used to survey, when I, you know, when I went to school, that's what I went to school for, to be a, a civil engineer. I worked for a summer doing this, and what you do is you th- that center crosshair in the middle, uh-huh. that little dot right there, that's where you would set up your laser or your plumb line to shoot a line to the next geographic dome to see how far it was, see if anything's changed. Because people don't realize our, our land shifts. It moves. And so sometimes they have to resurvey it to make sure it's true. Interesting. You know? Yeah. Interesting. So I, the Army Corps engineers puts these, they're all over the country. Have you ever seen one of them, Kevin? No. I've never seen one of them no. either. Really? They're no. everywhere. Really? Oh, yeah. They're, those monuments are everywhere. Huh. Everywhere. And it's, it's uh, poured like in concrete, I guess? It's, it's poured in concrete. That's a little copper disc that sits on top of it. I mean, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. It is yeah, cool. That's a cool yeah. find, I think, anyway. Yeah. It was kind of neat to find it. We found all kinds. Shark's teeth. Shark's teeth on the beaches. You guys would go nuts over. Now, see, I will say that um, Sanibel Captiva, which, you know, we go down Mm -hmm. over the last number of years, okay, and this has been one of Tara's family's traditions for a long period of time to go down there every year. Don't find shark's teeth there. All those beaches down there had them. I mean, we went. Even like the, the, the. I talked to the guys in Punta like Gorda. Like those white beaches that they have down there, they have sharks. I, I don't because when I lived down there, I, I don't remember them. ever finding yeah. any e- sharks everywhere. Down. Really? We I was just sitting in a chair, pawing through the sand right next to my chair, and found a couple. Kyle found three or four. They they went for a walk. He and Heather and hmm. Kate was sitting there in her chair. It it, it it is a pretty place. The Gulf of Mexico um, is one of my new favorite places. I told you. I remember way. you telling me that for years, yeah. and I, this is the first time I really got a chance to yeah. experience it yeah. and being right on it like that. It was yeah. it was beautiful. It, it, like I told you, the trip that we did to Steen Hatchie a couple, three weeks ago was just fantastic, man. It's you like know? going back in time. Though. It is. It's, All the old, it, yeah, you know, the old buildings, the old shops, yeah. old restaurants. Yeah, there's there's no condos, or, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, you know Steen Hatchie well as well. Oh, no high rises. Just, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a beautiful place, man. I, I love, I just love the 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 pictures though that uh and, and i think a lot of times people get so caught up and when we talk about hunting and fishing it's what i call the hero shots sure. and so many times the pictures that you take the great ones mm. are, are the ones that people aren't expecting to have their picture taken yeah or it's a picture of something that's just natural yeah that's uh, just, uh, that those trail camp pictures that i had yes a couple through oh, tremendous it, uh, amazing yeah tremendous. way cool and uh, and so I think it's a it's a real art, and it really is. It's an art for people to have the ability to take special pictures, mm-hmm. and and that's one of the reasons that when Will Dickey sent us some pictures here, yeah, uh, wow. Yeah. Will Will I've known Will for years. Will took some pictures of when I was he did a, I think it was Bob McDowell did an article for the Florida Times Union, mm-hmm. 
And then Will did some shots for the Florida Times Union for the spot tournament. Remember that? Yeah. And uh, he took some pictures of me and went out in the boat with me. He's a, he's a great photographer. Is, are these the pictures that he took of you when you were cleaning fish and in the boat and all that? My, your model pictures? No. No, he <laughs> oh, did Who not. took them? Um, I don't know. Oh, that, uh, that, the good. photographer I took fishing that yeah. day. Okay. Yeah. But uh, it, thank you to Will. And if you haven't seen the post, folks, he, yeah. he, he wrote this and said, uh, as a kid growing up in L.A., which is not California, that's lower Alabama, that's right. Okay. I learned to hunt and fish like any good country boy does. I love the outdoors and still fish, but now I hunt with a camera, which has certain advantages over gun hunting. There's no closed season, no size restrictions, no limit, and you can hunt any species you like anywhere you want while keeping a respectful distance using a long lens. And you can still come home with a trophy to put on your wall without all the mess from having to clean a dead animal. I found this gator last week at Hannah Park along with some nesting egrets. With their babies. Happy hunting, y'all. It's good stuff. Cool, cool yeah. letter. That was and, really cool uh, he sent those to us. And I will say that there's a few of them that, because uh, when he talked about no close season, no size restriction, no limit, you can hunt any species you like anywhere you want, there's a few people who think that they can do that with a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's so, a few out there. Get in trouble doing that. Yeah. Sure. yeah. All right, uh, let's take a break. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, We'll talk to you, 904-641-1010, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. If you're in the market for a Cadillac, only one place to go, obviously, Cloud Nolan Cadillac. If you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, go in there, tell them what you're looking for, and they'll find it. And also, don't forget about their their, their body shop. I mean, it, it's... Um, it's 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 pretty amazing. <clears throat> I actually got an appointment to go in there seven thirty on Monday morning and have some things looked at on the truck. But when you go in there and and, and look at <laughs> where they work on cars, it 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 just it doesn't remind you of a place that they work on cars. <laughs> it's spotless. It's awesome. Yeah, I've been in that shop before, and I think you could drop a bologna <laughs> yeah. sandwich on the floor, pick it up, and just start eating it. You wouldn't have to wipe it off. That's It'd probably be healthier after you picked it up. Good point. Hey, we had a, yes. a question on our Facebook page, and uh, Alexander wanted to know, what was the name of the hairspray that works for no seams? I forget. The hairspray? Yeah. Oh, the, from last week? Yeah. Yeah, the coconut stuff. Yeah, hang on. I, I got it right here. Remember what that yeah, is? Yeah, that's right. Somebody sent a picture yeah, of, I got of it, it to I, us, right? I, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody scramble for their people phone. Gonna be, yeah, people yeah. are going to be spraying hairspray all yeah, over their I, I bodies. Know, I know. I, know. I mean, come on. I tell you what. I'm a big fan of the skin so soft. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That bends, though. You put that bends on. Yeah, I know, but uh, I don't like – I can tell you this, Kurt. Uh, so it's called – I mean, it's, it, it says olive oil. Hang on. I'll, I'll, I'll. I have uh, – I had one little bottle left of that. Uh, bends. No, the, no, the 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 skin, mm-hmm. uh, skin so soft. Coast, yeah, yes. Which is a it's a sunblock and a bug spray together. Yeah, that's the, is uh, that the bullfrog. Bullfrog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bullfrog. Yeah. The product. mosquito coast. Yeah. Okay, so I, I that I got it from you, Kevin. Yeah. Was that 15, 20 oh, years ago? Oh my gosh, at least a long yes. time ago. That's I used to find get a, by the I can't believe the bottle. Still I happen to find a bottle. Right. And it's still working, still spraying, and you know, and I'm using the and I'm out. And I mean, I literally I, I used the last bit of it. Right. A couple weeks ago, well, I sprayed some on, and I got a brand new reel on an old rod, old Bessie, my old uh-huh. Bessie rod, the one that I used to catch up the sheep's head with. I mean, right. It's my favorite rod. Yeah. Put this new reel on it. I'm like, yeah, man. And and uh, so uh, 
I put that stuff on the spray for the bugs and the sunblock, and I've been grabbing that reel. Uh-oh. Took the finish off of it. The daggum, the little rubber. Oh, that eats up rubber oh, handles. It'll heat it up. Dude. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, eat it's it up. It's falling apart. Yeah, yeah. It's it, a brand new reel. And let, let me tell you what 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 sunscreen does to your boat. Uh, you know, when, and 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 I always think we're putting that crap on our skin. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Sarah, yeah, this will protect you. Oh well, yeah. I mean, I'm pissed. I'm like, this is, this is a brand new reel. Yeah, with I, a it'll, nice it'll rubber eat handle. Yeah, you know, and it'll eat rubber. It'll absolutely eat rubber. Yeah. Anyway, it's, yeah. it's, anyway, what's the name of the hairspray? It's it's right here. So it, it's. <laughs> oh jeez! It's olive. Uh, it almost looks like cooking spray. It does. Well, it, it basically that's is. A, that's what we thought it was. Yeah, olive oil and and, and O R S olive oil nourishing sheen spray, um, with coconut oil. Yeah, got Goodness. the coconut. I so think, you get the coconut so oil. You that smell good. Send me that picture. Okay, because, I'll send you because that Alexander is wanting to know. Okay. What that is? Yeah, I tell you one thing. That's one thing over on the southwest coast. The no seams, the the black flies. Yeah, sun. The wind dies. You better have on buckets. Oh, yeah, there, no buddy. doubt, man. I don't care where you are over there. It's like everywhere. If that wind dies, you better have some because they're going to jump on you. So Harold sent. Uh, first of all, uh, Harold, thanks again for the for the jam that he gave yes, us a couple absolutely. weeks ago yeah, the hot sauce and because we were down there at, at the fish bites trading post and he brought us some goodies which was awesome and by yeah. the way next weekend we're going to be at fish bites again yeah, we are. yeah i'm gonna need a gas allowance or some kind of <laughs> stipend for Isn't yeah crazy you, right you know now? you might the, the, oh my god you know how much gas was over on the west coast so we're, 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 good yeah. god uh, i said last week kirk is real quick filled up my diesel truck my nimnik diesel truck oh, oh my word uh, Okay, and yeah. I was not. It was I was not even on the check. You know, you need fuel light, right? One hundred seventy-seven dollars. Oh, I know. Whoa. So I went to the gas station. So, so anyway, Harold, I was talking last weekend that uh, Kevin, you might remember about how I needed to find a way to measure fish on my kayak. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Harold sends me a link to this uh, Hobie Pro Angler ruler decal, which is awesome. You can stick it on the side of your kayak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kogan used to have those on his kayak. Exactly. Mike. Exactly. Well, um, I decided, because I have a, a ruler that is adhesive, stick. you know, it's a stick-on yep. ruler that I got from Strike Zone, and, uh, but it, it just, the kayak has a lot of bends. There's really not a straight spot to Correct. put it on. So I was like, okay, what do I do? Um, well, a while back, Wilbur said, hey, look, here's what I do. And he, on his kayak, has he literally takes a ruler and then makes marks mm-hmm. with a marker. Mm-hmm. So this That's week. pretty clever, actually. This week I went to, uh, and I have that. You remember a while back I was talking about this thing that you can use. We were talking about marking all of the things on your vessel so if something happens, the debris uh-huh. of from your vessel will help mm-hmm. spot you, find you, and so you write all of your FL numbers or whatever yeah, on all of the I took st- the JSO survival class. Exactly. You write your name and your boat name on all your stuff. And so I, if, if you go in the water, you my, throw all your crap in the water. You remember – Makes a debris trail. And I know we talk about him all the time, I'm sorry, but Scanlon on the Suzanne, he had a stamp. Okay. Suzanne stamped. Yeah, he had one made. Perfect. Yeah, he had one made, and Perfect. he he had stamped everything. Everything he stamped everything, man. Well, you, yeah. show, you, know, you think of when you're writing stuff, your name on stuff, like Sharpie. Yep. Well, on dark surfaces, Sharpie doesn't really show. Mm-hmm. Well, I 
that found this pen at Hagen Ace that was this almost like a silver crayon. It was like a white. Okay. And it on dark surfaces, it's a permanent, once it dries, it's there, man. Mm-hmm. And so I broke out the old tape measure on the kayak and, and made it straight. But even though the surface is not straight, I made it to where the measurement would be straight. Yeah, just make sure you do it right. Yes. Time, yeah, right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't want to be doing, oh, this is 18 inches, officer, and he yeah. pulls his tape measure over there, yeah, and it's like. It's not 18 uh, inches. It's not 18 yeah. 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 So I, I, I made You had a bad tape. With this mm-hmm. pen mm-hmm. on my kayak because it's a dark surface, and if I used a black Sharpie, what, you wouldn't right. be able to see the mark. So, so I did that. So, That's But, uh, Harold, thank you for for the. Uh, so we talked tip. about last week, you, you, you need a 10-inch, right, mango snappers. That's right. Yeah, I inch. just I just made them. You, know, 10, you need 10, 12, and then you got to have a 14 for drum. That's right. You got to have a 15 for trout. That's right. 18 for reds. Reds, then a 27. Yeah. That's right, for the top end of the yeah, red the fish. And then the you'd fish. like to have a 33 in case you're out catching Kobe on your Well, diet. it's 36 now. It's going to oh, be 36. It's, it's, it's going to be 36. For July, right? It's going to be 36. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it was neat. Uh, but thanks for, for the tip. I actually used a. Um, a ruler, and then I uh, one of those stick-on rulers, and I used a couple pieces of tape on each end to, mm-hmm. to hold it straight, and then to hold it, and then I made my marks, and went back and just kind of touched them up to make the make them a little bit more visible. But I did that on my kayak and Tara's. So yeah, I just uh, want to make sure it's the American measuring system and not the. Well, I did the center. Yeah, there's an officer. It's like some of these sh- uh, shirts we've been yeah. getting lately. You know, you get a, you yeah. think it's an extra large, yeah. and it's not. It's yeah. like, it's like what is this? Is this a woman's extra yeah. large? Because it ain't fitting me, buddy. I need a double XL here. Who made this, you know? This guy was a Has midget. nothing to do with my stomach. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> not a thing. Yeah, but I I'm, I'm, I was excited about it because that now broad you, shoulders. You don't have to. I didn't have to broad add shoulders some loud like noises. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> what it is. Who was that? Steve Carell. <laughs> loud, L- loud noises. noises. <laughs> we, we had another uh, funny. I stabbed one someone with a trident today. <laughs> so we got to check it. Check this picture out. We uh we got from Jennifer. Uh-huh. Okay, on our Facebook and Instagram page. Yo, she sent us this, and this is this might be the ultimate garden garden discouraging. So you know how deer go in and eat gardens. Mm-hmm. Deer will go and eat everything, anything. Right. <laughs> so it's a scarecrow for deer, <laughs> exactly. And it's a that's funny. It, it's a mount, a full body mount taxidermy of a bobcat, mm-hmm. and she put it in the garden. That'll keep the deer away. That's hilarious. But it'll only keep them away for a while. Yeah, they'll figure they, it out. Yeah, they'll, they'll figure, figure it, out. it out. Yeah. Deer are pretty smart. I thought that was pretty cool, though. Well, it's like that doggone coyote that was on the dock down at Morningstar Marina. Yeah. Remember, I took a picture last year yeah. and sent it to y'all. It looked yeah. like a dadgum werewolf. And it, you know, quarter to seven in the morning, you see that, and you're like, oh, my God, yeah. what is that? Yeah. You know, but and then the, you realize it's But then a, the pelicans start landing on it. Yeah, they start pooing on yeah. it, <laughs> and the comrades are over there pooing on it. You know, it's just, it's just like, Jeff, you've seen this a million times, the owls that they put on sailboats yeah. and stuff, you know, to keep the seagulls away. Yeah. It doesn't, it, it, no, it, it doesn't work. Somebody made gazillion Millions. dollars on, yeah, on that. They got to come up with a mojo owl, yeah. you know, that like flaps his wings once Something. in a while. Yeah, it makes a, a sound. Bit, you know, whoo, 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 you know, and just 
make a little bit of noise, you know? That's amazing. That is I've so always been jealous exactly of people yeah, like an owl. Yeah, yeah. Do that again, Kirk. Yeah. I always wanted to do yeah. that. The, Can't do it. Man, the end is perfect. Yeah. I've got owls right behind my house, and I mean, I, Kirk, you might be hanging out in the wetlands behind my house. I get what them fired up that? at my house. I'll call a couple of nights, you know, when I get home in the evening, and the next morning I'll go out and call. And get them to respond. Mm-hmm. They fly into it, I guess. Oh yeah. It, oh know, yeah, absolutely. After you do it for a couple of days. I'll, I'll just real quick before we take a break, because I know we got we got to take one. Was hunting with Cuz Strickland, Ronnie Cuz Strickland of Mossy Oak, mm-hmm. and he can make the owl call just like you. Buzz Tire can make an owl call like mm-hmm. Cuz. I mean, there's a few people that I mm-hmm. know that can do an owl call like nobody's business, and we're hunting this bird, and Cuz does that owl thing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And I swear to you, it was terrible, wasn't it? It was terrible. Don't spit my tea up through my nose. Damn, that's awful. I was like, Don't okay. do that in the woods. So I, I, was, I was still waiting for the owl call. Right. Right. They'll all be going, run. Let me try this that's again. all right. Good we'll Lord. We'll do it a different I, way here. I thought you had to cough or okay, something. Okay, look, we're going to fix it. Okay? Yeah, okay. So we were out early, and it's still dark, and me and Cuz, and then Cuz Strickland does an owl call like, like that okay and i swear to you we're standing next to this pine tree and it's dark we're standing next to this pine tree and i swear to you an owl comes in Mm -hmm. and lands within three feet of our head on this yeah big thick limb on this pine tree and i was like Oh my God! They're Holy scary, man. And, and and I had one do that when I was hunting with Kayla in Thomasville one time, and I mean, right that was so, I mean, I mean it, like it, right it, there. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's coming through the trees, and it's half dark, half light. Yeah, and you're like birds. almost ducky. I mean, yeah. I mean it's like right there, something. and you're. Yeah. You think the Mothman is coming to eat your man, face? Man, it was awesome. And then that thing, you know, you can barely see, and the thing's like tur- turning <laughs> yeah. its head sideways, like, where's that owl at? You know, and you. <laughs> And you're in your in a and Cuz is like wow. I'm like Cuz, dude, you got the alcohol down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cuz, you better be careful there. <laughs> so, that was that was awesome. You're anyway. about, you're about to get a talon to the <laughs> nostril. Yeah, I got the funny story about it. Right, owl. Let's take save a break. It. Yeah. Save it after the break. It. I'll tell you a story. We got to take a break, and then we and come owl. back. We're going to do a, an LV hires gear tip of the week, and I guess you consider this gear tip. But anyway, you got to stay tuned for what we're talking about right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, and it's time now for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast, and they also handle any technical aspect of those fuels or lubricants that you need handled. Go to LVHIERS.com to learn more. This week's tip is, I don't know if I'd call this a gear tip, but it's a, it's well, a music it, tip. It's, it's yours. A music <laughs> tip. <laughs> uh, this is pretty neat. Look, we're, we're all fans of outdoor programming. Mm-hmm. You know, We love watching hunting and fishing on, on outdoor TV. Yeah. And one of the things that has become a big part of the fabric of hunting and fishing has been country music. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michael Waddell started a few years back when he was a young man with a real tree, 
started this group called Bone Collector, and it was Bone Collector TV show, and it's morphed into all these other things. It's Bone Collector guns you can buy, Bone it's Collector this, Bone Collector yeah. that. He has become a total brand. Mm-hmm. And he's got a lot of friends in the country music industry, and they have a Bone Collector 10-year anniversary collection, which is music. And... Uh, it was just released not long ago, and the project of, of so music, is this Waddell singing? No, God no, 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 no. <laughs> thankfully not. Oof. I was wondering that too. Yeah, no, I mean, no, it is okay. not. You've got uh, singer-songwriter Dallas Davidson, Red Akins, uh, Outdoor Channel, uh, Michael Waddell, known worldwide as the Bone Collector, has been a uh, Outdoor Channel mainstay with more than twelve seasons under his belt. And the owner of the highly successful Bone Collector brand. And he released a few years back this Brotherhood album, which featured Davidson and Aikens, which included songs about hunting, fishing, and the great outdoors. But the Bone Collector 10-year anniversary collection has two new songs, Just Like Me, which is written by Dallas Davidson, Kyle Fishman, and Bobby Pinson, and Outside by Davidson, Kelly Lovelace, and Ashley Gorley, in addition to the 10 songs that were on the original album in 2010. These songs are way cool, and they're about the outdoors. They're about okay. hunting and fishing. And Chris, do you have a maybe a sample that you I can do. play? I do, and, uh, and, and so here we go. I got all kinds to pick from, but uh, you mentioned Just Like Me, so I'll give you a little bit of a snippet right here. All right. Nice little ditty. Yeah. Look at that boy skipping the rock cross creek. Every inch of him covered in dirt. Talk about stubborn. Don't even bother telling him to stop. It ain't gonna work. Right to a T. Just like me, likes it outside, likes to fish, come rain or uh, So there you go. Great song. That's yeah. a good song. That's yeah, a really it's a sample good song. of one, and then and then there's another one that, that I saw that I thought would be kind of cool. This is called Buck Fever. Buck Fever. All right. Yeah, there you go. Come on. Rock it here. <laughs> Wake right. up, baby. <laughs> Thinking the rut. Uh-huh. <laughs> Your hands start shaking. Uh-huh. Your heart gets to pumping. Get you some of that. Your knees get to knocking. And your mind starts racing. It's a feeling like you never felt before. Yeah. Have you coming back for more? But fever gonna get you for it. Yeah. Come on now. All right, so there you go. And okay. then I wanted to play one more because, yeah. you know, in honor of all of our smoking hot wives, okay. uh, this one is My Baby Looks Good in Camouflage. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, that was the old song. Well, my baby, she's been watching all my hunting videos. She's been itching, she's been begging, she's been wanting to I yep. said you gotta get up early And honey, you ain't gonna like it Cause you can't pee And you gotta be quiet But she was down She was determined So I took her down And outfitted her 
sexiest tree I've ever seen. Can't concentrate when we're sitting in my stand. She's holding my gun and I'm holding her hand. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Now, now here's the name of that one. Uh, my baby looks good in camouflage, and that's Red Akins and uh, Bobby Pinson. Uh, one of the cool songs that I really like is, uh, and the the lyrics on this one, it's called Weapons of Bass Destruction. Mm-hmm. The you, lyrics on that are incredible. Do you want to hear a little bit of that? Yeah, let's hear a little bit of that. <laughs> this is like line dancing 101 oh, right yeah. here. Oh, yeah. I'm on a first-name basis at the tackle shop. I got a charge account running up nonstop. They ought to give me my own parking spot. I can't fit another plug in my tackle box. It's always under construction for all my weapons of bass destruction. I got buds, baits, and air spooks, pumpkin seeds, and flukes, booyah crawfish jigs. I got a seven-foot flip to see all the soft Great song. That's good stuff. All right, so that's Weapons of Bass Destruction. Uh, another song, uh, Yellow Acorns. Welcome back from WWOS Radio. Granddaddy's Gun, which, uh, by the way, Granddaddy's Gun by um, uh, Aaron Lewis. Aaron Lewis is an incredible yes. song, but this is not by Aaron Lewis. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Buck Fever, which we heard. Hogs, okay. Another one by Dallas Davidson, Red Akins. Duck Blind. Uh, Keepers, number nine is, uh, uh, and there's uh, 12 songs. Number nine is Hung Up, which is about a hung up turkey. Absolutely, it is. What's the name of the album? It's called the Bone Collector 10 Year Anniversary Collection. Gotcha. Uh, after uh, Hung Up, you got Opening Day. Uh, number 11 is Just Like Me and Outside, which those are the two that are new to the album because there was the 10 original songs. These are cool songs. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing they got great lyrics. But you know they're good. That's good music. I, so, I agree. Yeah, so, it is good music. Yeah. So if you uh, and you can go to Spotify, uh, it's available on all these different platforms. That's and right. Chris, what uh, Spotify, Apple mm-hmm. Music? Oh yeah, yeah. So you can find them on on all the music. You name I would it. I would recommend Spotify, and here's why I would recommend Spotify. One, you can get a hold of all the Bone Collector releases, including that one. They actually have a new one uh, that was released late last year called Turkey Talking. Uh, another single. And then what you can also do, which is probably more important to you, is that you can look up the Outdoor Show podcast. And there you, and go. you can exactly. subscribe to that as well. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's cool stuff. I, I, I came across that because of the new songs that were on there. And I got to listening to them, and, and I was like, this is, this is awesome. I'm digging that Buck yeah. Fever, baby. So uh, we're going to have some of these songs uh, next week playing in and out of some breaks oh. here. Oh. Yeah, no yeah. pressure. Thanks for that. Chris is gonna is gonna work we can, on we that. We can't do a week. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Wee. Anyway, let's take a break here on the uh, the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. And uh, folks, uh, just a little reminder: next week we are gonna be at the Fish Bites Trading Post down in St. Augustine, where we were at a couple weeks ago. And uh, we're gonna be doing a, a live radio show, our our outdoor show from there. And then Kevin's gonna be doing a couple seminars. Yep. 
from down there. 11 so, o'clock and 2 o'clock. 11 o'clock and, and they're Kingfish seminars? Kingfish seminars, yep. Okay, cool. And then are you the only one doing seminars or are they going to have some other ones? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Um, I can find out during the break. All right, we'll find out. And, uh, and cool. also, here uh, on today's show, we've got Mr. Paul Dozier mm-hmm. coming in studio today to talk about the old school Kingfish Can't wait. tournament, mm-hmm. which is coming up. Uh, how? Uh, that would be uh, June 11th. June 11th. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, I'm so that, glad he's coming in. Yeah. I, I love Paul Dozier, and I'm hungry. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, beautiful. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. And uh, if you'd like to call in, 904 641 1010. So, Chris, uh, you know who else is going to be with us at Fish Bites Trading Post Uh-oh. next week? Who else is going to be? That with would you? be Moe's Southwest oh, Grill. Yeah. Oh, Chris. <laughs> that was mean. I was like, I, I was like, oh, is there a celebrity no, stopping by? No, 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 no. I just wanted to let you know yeah, that, 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 that Moe's is going to be there, you know, giving us food yeah, stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll let you know. Yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so, for nothing. Food, yeah, food's always always a good thing. So, uh, yeah, hey, unless when you don't get it, then it's good not point. So good. So thanks for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so uh, what time's Mister Dozier coming in this he's morning? He's nine o'clock. Is he? Yeah, yeah. What's he, he bringing he, in for breakfast? I, I, um, Bucky's. That's, a, that's no, what no, I was no, saying. No, 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 no. no, no. I, listen, got to step up, I, baby. I, I talked. To him. Paul's great, right? So I talked to him yesterday, and he goes, "I'll be there around 9. I said, "Don't, don't forget the guest rules." He goes, "I got it, I got it, I got it." And I said, "By the way, there has been a request." Of no buckies, and he goes, yeah. he no goes, recall. He goes, look here, you. He goes, uh, y'all gonna get what you get. Right? Just telling them, you know. Yeah, look, everybody stepped up their game. You look, know, we got catered last. Guest. I mean, I mean, Kirk last week Kirk, was you missed it. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. oh, I could hear it on the radio. We listened to the whole show. No, I, I mean, seriously though. It was ridiculous. Something going on there, boys. Gordon last week. Okay, let me make sure I got all this right. Okay, we yep. had we had uh, uh, baked redfish. Yep. yep. What? Black and black and redfish. Black and redfish. Yep. Yeah, we had black and redfish. <laughs> okay. We had yeah. uh, chicken fried steak and yep. a white gravy. Oh yep. yeah, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had bacon. Yep. We had sausage. Yep. We had eggs. We had fried mm-hmm. eggs. What? Yep. Uh-huh. What else do we How have? many people were in the studio? Biscuits. Like, biscuits. Hash, hash biscuits. Browns, biscuits. Hash browns. A hash brown. Like and a he, hash. And yep. he made me my own personalized pork chop. Pork chop. Yep. He got a one deep fried pork yep. chop for Chris. <laughs> there was, uh, come on now. Eight, eight different things. <laughs> yeah. What's going on there? Then, Gordon. And listen. Something Kirk, right. Dave Edwards was in. Yeah. yeah, yeah see, that's exactly I think Dave has pictures, pictures of Gordon. He's got pictures. Of some kind. Yeah. <laughs> Something's going on there. Gordon with some buck fever is what he got. Yeah. um, Some kind of fever. There's something going on there. For four people, I mean, we could have been in the studio for a week. It fed fed our show. It fed the golf show. And the show after that. that. Honestly, I I got tired. I I ate so much, I needed a nap. By the time about 9.45 rolled around, I was down for the count. Oh, that's great stuff. So, Kirk, you said you go to fish old school this year? I am. Okay, good. You're signed uh, up. Yep, yep. Max Bass, I fished with him last year, uh-huh. and we had so much fun, he and Caroline. It's, and, and it's so much fun. We'll, and we'll talk to Paul about it more. Billy Goat. Is, is we call his son Billy Goat because he's got this little, little goatee thing going, you know. Is it on his chin or is it yeah. on his neck? It's on his chin. It's not <laughs> so on it's his not neck. like Lester's cousin. No, it's cousin. not like it's Lester's not like, cousin. Yeah, it's like, got it on his Adam's apple. Yeah, right. 
no, no bearded not, Adam. It's Adam's not album. like some genetic thing. No, right. But we had a lot of fun doing it last year, and we caught one fish last year. And I, I we, don't know. Yeah, we, to but me, see, the thing is, is that the and we talked about this. All right, all you got to do is catch one. It doesn't matter how big it that's is. That's right. right. Well, because it gets you in the drawing. One. It, yep. it, it, for ten thousand dollars. Yep. Well, I mean, the the, de- the deal is on that. And I mean, that's it's, crazy. It's, it's it's very cool because uh, Nimnik is the sponsor of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm going to pull up the information here, but it's really cool because it doesn't matter what you catch. You don't have to catch a big one. Okay. No. All you have to do is to catch a fish and take a picture. So here's the deal: the uh, the Nimnik family of dealerships is excited to be the ten thousand dollar lucky ticket sponsor. For the old school kingfish shootout, which is on June 11th. Well, it's a fun family type. It is tournament. Well, I, I love the idea that you're only fishing three miles and right, in. Right. To it's me, awesome. it's like the El Cheapo. Yeah. It just makes it simple. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything really I mean, look, difficult. Look at look at who's won. Yeah. In two years. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the 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 first guy was a family guy with his wife and right. his kid yep. and a polar craft. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and and his wife had never been king fishing. Yep. I mean that's that's and then and then last year, Chris Stevenson's and and, and Chris Stevens' dad wins. Yep. In the chum hole. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and so stuff. that's winning the tournament. But the and the the, the bonus of this uh, ten thousand dollar lucky ticket sponsor thing, which is cool, is that you go out there, you catch a fish, and then just mm-hmm. take a picture of the of the kingfish with your boat number, and then you text it to the tournament line. And then they put you into a, basically a a hat. Okay, Ooh. your name's in the hat, and they're going to do a drawing for ten thousand dollars. Somebody's going to win ten thousand dollars, and yep. all you have to do is to take a picture of your fish during a tournament. Yep, with your uh, with your boat number. And here's the crazy thing: last year the winner only had an eleven pound fish. Yeah, that won the ten thousand dollars. Yeah, the one, the year before that the mm-hmm. winner had a ten pound fish. Mm-hmm. So I mean, what's wrong with that? Yeah, and 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 that year was a Kubota. Side by side diesel. That's crazy. Yeah, that's fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it is. It's it. And so, so Kirk, you it, on June the eleventh. Let's just say we have five hundred boats. June the eleventh is and, and 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 everybody will tell you it's 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 a little early. Yep. For beach fishing, which is okay. Everybody's everybody's. But if you take that drawing, what I'm trying to say is that a five hundred boats. How many? How many Jeff do you think, Kirk? Are going to catch a fish and take a picture? I'd say sixty to hundred boats, maybe. I'd say two hundred. Okay, I, I I would be uh, if there's five hundred, I'd be closer to two hundred. It's a pretty good chance. Heck yeah, that's yeah. A pretty good chance. All you got to do grand? to win ten grand. Hello. Yeah, I mean, and and by the way, entry's only two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. It's 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 just a fun tournament. It's a fun tournament, man. I know that it's, when we went out great. there, we took we took all this food. We kind of had Paul's a picnic. Paul's been talking about that for years to do this, and, and I'm so, I'm so glad that he did. Keep it simple, stupid. Sometimes yep. makes it just that much more fun. Yep. You know. Yep. Yep. Mm. So anyway, um, hopefully the weather's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Last year was a little bumpy. It was. Last year was a little bumpy. It was bumpy um, made it tough. And uh, yep, it, it was. But uh, like you, we 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 caught a couple of fish. Let them go. You know. Yeah. Um, and because the 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 bite last year, which is which is even crazier, the bite last year was in the chum hole. Yep. You know, and and you you would think that that's pretty far north at, at that time of year. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's where that's where all the big fish were caught last year. Interesting. That place yeah. can hold some fish. It can, man. It can. It can absolutely. And and so, Kirk, 
whenever we we talk about the chum hole, I mean, there's probably a lot of people going, "What the heck?" Is to, to, explain what the chum hole is. Chum hole really is is a pretty broad term because mm-hmm. it really incorporates an area from the North Rocks all the way to the south end of Nassau Sound mm-hmm. in a lot of people's minds mm-hmm. and out, you know, two and a half, three miles. And it's it's just a big, big bay area that will hold fish. You've got Fort George Inlet that dumps out. Right. you got Nassau Sound that dumps out. And Nassau dumps out. It's pretty broad, and it's flat, and it's right. all spread out. It throws over on Fernandina Beach mm-hmm. all the way back towards, uh, what was it, Big Talbot Island? Right. And so, it, it will hold fish. And, and, and how how – it became known as the chum hole mm-hmm. is whenever, you know, growing up fishing is all we did was chum fish. That's right. You know, and, and we would so everybody go there and just chum it, or, and, or it was a, it was a, it was a place where before the, the shrimp boats came in, they dumped all their bycatch, which is we you know, obviously chum. Right. So, so yeah, it was, so there's was, your, there's your first part of the name chum hole yeah. signifies this is a little deeper than the area. It, around it, it is because and Kirk will tell you just like that, 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 um, North jetty out is deep. That's the deeper side of the rock. Yeah. It's the deeper side and of the rock. If you ever looked at a over, you know, overview of the Mayport rocks in the St. John's river outflow. So if you had an aerial photograph and if you looked at it from way up, it comes out of the inlet and spins on both sides, mm-hmm. and the photograph looks like a giant mushroom from the debris right. and right. The, the silt and stuff from the St. John's River. So the aerial view of looking down, and you can see where it spins on both sides, mm-hmm. and that spinning motion in the chum hole is broader than it is on the south side, and that's why those fish get in there. All the shrimpers, yep. if you go out and you, you come out of Mayport, where are most of the shrimp boats going to be? They're going to be yep. northeast. Yep. They're going to be over the deeper side. Yeah. I, I, by the way, I haven't seen many shrimp boats, boats lately. Uh, I, I just June, saw June, a couple June, of them that returned in the last couple June, days. June first. Okay. Yeah, they're not they're not dragging inside of three miles right no, now. No, I know, but I mean, typically you see them offshore a little bit. They were out of Mayport yesterday. I saw four or five boats. Yeah, at where you know where you're at. Yeah, they uh, like to that, be in. Close. That is, yeah, that is a summertime. Okay. Dragging spot. I yeah. saw I saw yep. two boats that kind of moved in. Um, not close, but right. uh, that started staying out mm-hmm. recently. Well, yeah, it's been okay. rough too. I mean, they were calling what? Yeah, well, six that's, to why nine? Sur- that's why I was yeah. surprised to see that they were, were moved in the last couple of days because it was still pretty rough yeah, when they yeah, showed yeah. up. Yeah, those, guys, those guys are fishing some. some By the way, uh, there's been a big boat located, and there was a couple of them located off of Saint Augustine earlier in the week. What are those big boats that have been doing out they're there? They're dredging. Oh, they're dredging. They're dredging. Where were they dredging at? They're dredging just offshore of the gate station and, and pumping sand. Pumping sand. Pumping sand from where to where? From offshore to, to the beach. Yeah, offshore to the beach. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't know it either, but I was running northeast the other day, yeah. and, I, and I could see the pipe, and I went, I got to go way out, I mean, and around this. So, yeah, if what you're what you're seeing, um, yeah. to, to, to let other boaters know, you, you got to be careful. Yeah. Okay, so to tell. Okay, so this is north of St. Augustine Inlet. Yep, it's basically right off the old gate station. Right off of the gate station, which is the southern end of uh, the end of Guana State Park mm-hmm. at the beach. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't read anything about this. I haven't heard anything I haven't about it. I was going down the beach, but I've just been looking out with the binoculars, yep. going, "What is that? What is that boat doing yep. down there? It's just kind of staying there." I'm yep. like, oh, "Okay, is it just anchored up? No, is they're, it they're dredging. Broke down. They're 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 dredging the sand hills. So yep. they're pumping sand from." The floor of the ocean, mm-hmm. 
up onto the beach mm-hmm. because those houses down there, first of all, there was a beach restoration program that happened down there a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And and there's a couple houses that are damn near about ready to fall into the water right yeah, now. I know. And so they're pumping sand back there? Um, I, you know, it's... Uh, so it looks to me like it's further north than that. Okay. It looks it, to me like it's somewhere just just north of the gate station. And I know there's houses, you know, there's another stretch of about a half a mile right there of houses. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I did I, I saw them staging at um, in, in the intercoastal just north of the Volano Bridge. I went, mm-hmm. where are they dredging at? And then, I, you know, a couple of days later, I went offshore. And um, so... It, so... It, so yeah. If you're offshore and mm-hmm. you go out of St. Augustine Inlet and you're heading north, I mean, is this something you need to be careful of? Yes, absolutely. It's something to be careful of. Because they have a big pipe? Yeah. Pipes coming off the beach. But yeah, pipes coming off the beach. And they're big pipes. Yeah. yeah. Big I pipes. Mean, I'm, I, obviously, they've, they've got them marked at nighttime. I would have to, you know. Yeah, they're but, supposed but to. But I'm just telling you. It's not an It's not, area, it's not something that, that when I was running down the beach, I'm like, I need to go east. I need to go because I mean go I don't around know, it. Yeah, I don't know yeah. exactly oh. where that pipe is. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, just uh, be careful, folks, especially the yep. ones that may be thinking about going out and fishing today and this weather that's going to get so nice this week. Just be careful north of the uh, Saint Augustine yes. Inlet. All right. Let's take a break. Nine zero four six four one ten ten. If you'd like to join us here this morning on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Coastal equipment on New Kings, <coughs> New Kings Road, your home of Kubota. <laughs> Busted. Jamming out a breakfast burrito. Mm. Yeah, a lot of that egg went all over your mic. It's so good. Anyway, uh, Coastal equipment on New Kings Road and in McClenny, your home of Kubota, Gravely Zero Turn Mowers, Hot Seat Pressure Washers, all the land pride attachments that you need to go on your tractor. And. Don't forget the full line of steel power equipment. And if you haven't tried the new steel pole saw, ridiculously good. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, what were you getting ready to say, Kirk? You were getting ready to tell a story before we went to a break. So we were talking about owls. Yeah. <clears throat> and my dad, he worked on a railroad. He was a yard conductor. So what he did is he handled all the freight to all the different rail rail stops for corp, you know, corporate stuff for mm-hmm. you know junkyards and. Uh, fertilizer mills and construction places that, that they drop off a boxcar and they go, you know, vegetables, whatever. And that was his job. He ran the train. And so a lot of times he'd work late in the evening and and he'd get home after dark. And he said they, they pulled into one stop and he said he went up at the a Charleston Port Authority and they were dropping a couple of flat cars off there for something. And he said as he walked down the, there was like a uh, sidewalk there were these little lights on the sidewalk and he looked up and he saw a owl and he said it looked like a baby owl and it was sitting on one of the light fixtures and he thought, well, that, that looks like it's a baby owl. It, it looks like it might be in distress. Mm. And my dad always wore these, these gloves, these big gloves, you know, throwing switches and stuff on the railroad. You had to wear gloves or it'd tear up your hands. So he reached over there with his arm, and Dad always wore Dickie shirts and Dickie pants mm-hmm. with a lot of starch in them. <laughs> My mom would put them on starch she stretchers, and yep. she'd iron them, and they, they would stand up in the corner. I mean, he wanted to look good when he went to work. Wow. 
And so he walked up there with his start shirt and he threw it up through his wrist up there to get the bird to hop on his wrist. Uh-uh. And he, and he, and he kind of edged into its breast and he said, that thing jumped on my wrist. And he said, I thought it was going to squeeze my arm off. Ooh. And one of the other guys was walking up behind him and they, they were, they started laughing because there was a picture of my dad. If you can mentally see this, trying to shake this owl oh, yeah. off his arm, and it's flapping its wings, and it's not you know, letting you know go. what I'm thinking of. And it was father like son. I'm, no, I'm thinking of the the sticky booger finger flick. Oh my god! Oh no, no, I'm thinking like just the, the squirrel, the, the, the squirrel that was biting the end of the finger, but the same yeah, thing, but yeah, on his yeah. arm. Dad, dad said was he came home and he had two. Was. He had pinch marks on his arm where the owl had grabbed his wrist, just to like where the gannet grabbed you. Yeah, <laughs> so that gannet tore me up. I looked like I'd been in a knife fight. But you guys are pretty similar there. Yeah, that's what well, I'm saying. Like you father, know, like son. We're conservation minded. There's yeah. no doubt. We're trying to help wildlife out there. But I'll never forget. He got home and my mom's like, "What happened to your wrist?" And he goes, "Oh my God, let me tell you this story." And we all started laughing. And he goes, yeah, everybody thought it was funny trying to get that owl off my wrist. Mm-hmm. He said, finally, one of the guys had to grab it by the body and pull it loose. He said, because I thought it was going to break my wrist, you know. That's funny. It was funny. Yeah. funny story. Crazy. All right, let's, uh, let's go to the phone lines and bring up Rick. We've got a question about tides and Blano. Good morning, Rick. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, uh, Kevin, what do you think of the uh, parking situation at Milano now? It's- <laughs> What's going on? can't park. Well, they can't park straight. The county spent all that money to pave it and put the bumpers in, and people just, you know, it's just frustrating. that. that Explain to me and everybody else what we're talking about here. I, I'm not getting a visual go, go, picture. Go ahead, Rick. Okay, so they, they spent all this money at the Bologna ramp to pave it. They put the, the parking bumpers in, and you're supposed to pull in at an angle. So that you know, you're talking about the little straight. bumpers, like the little, the like little yeah. bumpers, yeah. little curb, curb, curb thingies. Yeah, so yeah, you pull yeah. up to them and right, stop. stop. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you know, and they didn't draw parking lines between them like they have in a parking lot. But you know, people still can't kind of follow the rules, and and they're taking up two places with one boat, and they cockeye their trailer. So it's just, you know, I guess the county was trying to do a good thing, but you know, man, I, I wonder if there needs to be a test for somebody that's pulling a trailer. Because you know we got limited. Well, they didn't. They didn't stripe it. No, they didn't stripe it. No, it's and they and, no. they, and they it went from three hundred parking spots to one hundred and sixty. What? Yes. Yeah. How'd yeah. that happen? Because they progress. <laughs> progress. Yeah. All right. And and and, and listen. I mean, seriously, that's not it, very smart. So so and, and here's the thing. It's just like what Rick's saying. You may have a 40-foot trailer, and you may have a 12-foot trailer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You can't put the bumpers all in the same place. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, because if, if – so so the guy with the 40-foot trailer is 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 running over the bumper so he can get his, his trailer out of the road. Sure. Right? But that means he's taking up the next parking spot oh. on the other side of him. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they've got him parking on both sides yeah. of the – yeah, of the tire yeah. stops, and mm-hmm. you got to go over the tire stop if you got a long trailer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so, oh, and then man. on the on the west side mm-hmm. of the, the all the way on the west side, that was all parking spots. You could you could back right up to the marsh. You know, right. it was yeah. all they paved that. Okay, so people can drive around. 
There's no parking there anymore. Why would they do? Well, they didn't already a spot to drive around. Y- yes. Oh. So they yeah. yeah. So so they added. It's like they just needed to use it, and and so they 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 paved it and they put arrows going this way. So you can't you you know it's I I haven't been down on the weekend lately, Rick. What's it look like on on a Saturday morning? Oh, it's just nuts. I mean, I just rode by there, and now there's probably 85% of the parking places taken up. And, you know, the way the arrows go in, you can go into the ramp, and then you can go left or right, which doesn't make any sense. There's no directional flow. You go to the left or right, and then so people can go into the left and snake the other people that are standing in line Mm -hmm. to get their boat in. They go by the bait shop, you know, back in, drop it off, and everyone's supposed to come out straight. But it, it just, you know... It just—it's kind of like the traffic circle there. Not good. Some engineer designed it, and it just—it makes absolutely no sense. And, and losing forty percent of the space is ridiculous. Yeah, that's too bad. Fill in because it's all wetland. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Well, somebody needs to ridiculous. fix that. They need to take the. It seems like they need to take the tire stops off. Well, it's just like what you said and what Rick said, they, they just needed to finish paving the whole damn thing. Yeah. and stripe it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. mean that would be smart. Yeah, you know, get I mean? all those spaces back. Absolutely, you you, you yeah. would you would absolutely gain spaces. But right now, I mean they've they've cut it in half. The biggest <laughs> public boat ramp in St. Johns County is 160 trailers, mm. and it was 300. And the one close it was to the inlet. Yeah, the one closest to the inlet. And so the the the, the other one that I heard from. From Captain Leon Dana, I was talking to him the other day because you know he he fishes out of Palm Valley, Rick, and they're getting ready to they, to build another ramp on the other side of the bridge, which is kind of cool. Over by the state park, or by the park. Uh, um, no, there's no. There's, I'm talking about the um, on the west side of the bridge. On, on the west side of the bridge. Oh, yeah. The west side of, of and so they're getting ready, of the rip. getting ready to put a brand new boat ramp in there. Okay. Guess how many parking spots uh, that is zoned for right 12. now? Not very many over there. <laughs> it's exactly 12. Really? Yeah. Huh? 12. 12? Yeah, 12 parking spots. <laughs> you know, the other side of that, the northwest side of that is all D-Dot. Too bad D-Dot couldn't uh, make uh, a parking That's there. not all D-Dot. Uh, oh, it's not? No. On the west side? I no, there's some, no, there's some private residences on that. On that side, yeah, there's not very is. many, but there's a few, and then there's also lots. Yeah, D dot sold a lot of that land. The, well, they sold some oh, of it. Yep. Okay. okay, but yep. uh, so there's there's houses that are there, mm-hmm. and then there's also some intercoastal lots that are, are for sale. Right there now. Yeah. So so anyway, wow. yeah, it's just it's just frustrating because it's like as a fisherman, uh, and 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 so I don't you know what I shouldn't even say that as as boaters as people who want to enjoy the water. Yeah, you know, I mean, how how many registered boaters are in St. Johns County? A lot, two hundred fifty thousand. A lot. You I know? don't know. They just fixed up Mayport and you know uh, did a fairly good job. We got a new cleaning station, got a huge kiosk for it. You've seen it. Yeah. Um, nice. So now we've got three cleaning tables, uh, two picnic yeah. tables under there, a couple bench seats to get out of the weather. Um, they restriped the whole parking lot. They took down the old uh, offshore fishing trailer. And they're going to add more parking up there. That'd be good. good and they actually stripe the community center, thank goodness, for uh, trailer parking, which is good. So they're not going to gate that and block access to that. Good. So they 
it, it looks good. That's great. And then there was a big old rough hole in the old ramp where when we did the show with Bill Dance, yeah, um, they took and the Craig Smith's guys came in the guy I take fishing, um, in conjunction with getting with Jim, and they paved that and fixed all the holes. Nice, nice. Which which is nice. Yeah. You know? Rick, thanks, buddy. Okay, hey, I was going to talk about the tides real quick. Yeah, real quick. Yeah. So I was looking at the annual tide chart, and the last five months of the year, we have 88 tides that are high enough during the day to flat fish and flood fish. And I just think that I've never seen years like that. I mean, look, we've had flood tides this week. We've had flood tides a couple of weeks ago. You talk about, I don't want to get into this climate discussion, but that's just, I've never seen that many fall tides. Well, I, tend, that high. I don't know if Kevin feels about it. I tend to disagree, and I'll tell you why. Because there are certain points in time in the summertime when the water gets real hot on the flats, and even though we'll get water pushed up on the flats, we don't go up there and fish those flats. No, or, that's or, not what he's saying. What, what he's saying is no. there's, there's flood eight, tides. There's eight, there, but there's 88 of them this year. Flood tides. We've never had 88, 88 flood, flood tides. tides. Yeah, I don't. During the day. Yeah. Over 4.7 feet. Oof. Yeah, that's, that's a that's 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 a lot of flood tides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and that's just predicted, you know. Right, 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 right. Four point three or I, four. I, I can tell you this week, <laughs> it, it was crazy uh, hot. And is that a moon? Just a moon thing? Oh, yeah. No, that's the wind. It was wind. That's freaking wind driving. Yeah. You know, fifteen to twenty-five to thirty. North, north yeah. Yeah. It's just pushing okay. water in. I got you. Yeah, but but it was a full moon. It's a full moon tonight. So yeah, it was partially moon. It's flooded this morning. Oh, I bet. So. Oh, yeah, it's flooded the last three days. All right. Well, thank you, Rick. We got to yeah. take Thanks, a Rick. break. Have a good one. Appreciate it. Uh, 904-641-1010. Hey, by the way, folks, if you haven't been to the new Hagen Coastal Outfitters inside the Hagen Ace and Mandarin store, it is your kayak super center. They have a complete kayak center inside because you can get the Old Town, the Crescent, and Hobie, which is new to Hagen Coastal Outfitters. So go go by and check all three of them out. And then also talk to the boys in there. You can... They'd have uh, demo days. They can do free delivery. I mean, it's amazing. Financing options. They offer all kinds of things at Hagen Coastal Outfitters, not to mention how helpful they are and how they can get your kayak outfitted all at Hagen Coastal Outfitters. If you'd like to join us here this morning on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, 100 River Club, mm-hmm. a little getaway, a short drive away. Right over there in Steenhatchee on the west side of Florida, they've got uh, cabins, boats that you can rent. And if you want to take your boat, they got a private boat rent. Oh, man. I mean, RVs, whatever. Uh, they got a couple pet friendly cabins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steenhatchee River Club, 352 498 3222. You can go to the homepage of outdoorshow.com, go down to the bottom of the homepage and uh, click on. Steenhatchee River Club. It's all clickable links, and uh, you'll be golden. Mm-hmm. All right. So you had a uh, you and uh, Rick talking about the the boat ramp. I, do you guys have stereos on your boat? Like I do. Music. I do. I don't. I have a external uh, Bluetooth speaker. Okay. Waterproof one that I use. Okay. But I, I'm not. I don't know. I don't like a lot of music when I'm fishing. I want to get away from the world a little bit. Uh. Yeah. Always. Like deer hunting. I got I got this thing about people with music on their boats. I got I like the P and Q because you know when you run a boat and an outboard motor's running. Mm-hmm. Okay, the outboard motor 
can I'm going to say it's loud, but it's, you know, the yeah. between the boat moving and the motor running, mm-hmm. it makes a little bit of noise. It's noisy. Okay, it's, so so I, I I do like to listen to music. Do you but, listen but, to music when you're running? I'm just getting ready to tell you. No, never. Why? Please tell me why. Can't hear it unless yeah, it's something. I mean, unless I turn it all decibels, the way up. And yeah. Then, yeah. Okay, why now now what would happen if you turn that music all the way up, Kevin? Uh, it would be loud. Well, right. a lot of times people a mile away can hear you. Yeah. Thank but, you. But <laughs> it's a personal preference. Okay, I, I guess I get it thing. for some people. Get I don't that's not a just, personal preference. Get off my lawn guy. It's, <laughs> it's I'm totally <laughs> I'm totally going on a get off my lawn moment here, <laughs> hey, dude. Because it is, it is. You know, I it, can't stand if somebody's running in a boat. Nobody wants to hear your music a okay, half a mile right, away. Let me, let me ask you this: You're at a red light, okay? And somebody's just booming, hate booming. it. Is that is that drive you as crazy as? It, it to me that's noise pollution. Oh, I hate but it, it. But it's 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 more so when. You're in this, you know, a beautiful coast, coastal um, estuary, right? And you're relaxing and you're fishing, and all of a sudden somebody's driving the boat by, and they've got the music turned up because they can't hear it any other way. Yeah, I, but but that's his relaxation. Okay, stay home and close your doors and turn your <laughs> daggum music on loud. Okay, he, he has a boat. He has a right to to he has to, a right to, to drive down. He has the a right to, to to play that Rights music that loud I mean, to just ruin everybody else's why is he, peace. He's he, 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 not parking next to you. Sounds like you're annoyed. annoyed. He's, he's going, but I get it. I because I'm like you. Seriously, I like quiet, and I get enough. To me, the world evokes enough noise. What do you call it, Chris? White sound or whatever you want to call white, it. Oh yeah, white white noise. White noise mm-hmm. That when I get into the boat or I go into the woods. The first thing I notice when I go to Fargo is the peace and the quiet. I'm like, yes. All I can hear is birds. I went walking. Crows uh, or whatever. I walk in the mornings and I went to this just little thing that's close to our neighborhood. It's called Lick Skillet in Fleming Mm -hmm. Island. Mm -hmm. And it's like uh, you you get off this road and then all of a sudden you're in the woods. And just this little path, right? And the world goes away. Mm-hmm. Like, why would yeah. you want, you know, and the birds, the, that cacophony that's going on with all those birds talking mm-hmm. and doing that. Man, why in the world would you want to ruin that with blaring music? I'm just sorry that if you're I, running your boat, okay, and you're running, yeah, you're running down it. the intercoastal, okay, mm-hmm. and you've got your music blast and you're a moron. Well, you are. Okay. That's how you really feel. Because yeah. nobody else wants to hear your You're stuff. You know, for this real. Is, this is no place for diplomacy. Look, yeah. I, look, I, look, I love, I love music. Yeah. I do. I love music. Uh-huh. I think yeah. it's fantastic. But here's the deal. But nobody needs to hear I, your I, music. I, 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 I agree with you. But oh my God, the sound systems that they're putting in boats now. Oh yeah. I mean, it is no joke, bro. I mean, and I'm talking oh, yeah. about. I'm talking about center consoles. I mean, my, I I have I have six speakers on on yeah on, on your my, boat. I mean, you know, on, on, on my boat. I mean, I yeah. don't ever listen to music that loud. Yeah, but know, here's I, the thing. I'm guessing I'm guessing that most of the people who are blaring that stuff, this is not about fishing and getting back to nature and that stuff. It no, is about being no, on a boat and partying and enjoying the boat experience. Not necessarily. I know a lot of guys that fish that that have a stereo in the boat and they like to listen to some good music. 
And we've had this discussion down at the boat ramp early in the morning about that amongst the captains. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, a couple of them had a pretty good take on it. One of them was like, you know, sometimes it just breaks up the monotony if the bite's slow. Totally agree. Or there's nothing going on. Hut, hut. Want to strike up a conversation right. a little bit. Let's try a little bit of, a, you know, a little, a little light rock music, you know, or a little country or something. Yeah. And just kind of stir up a little and, bit of, and, and I do. I've always got, and it's low. But yeah, I was going to say, is it blaring? No, though? hell that's, no. Yeah, if I ever difference. turn it on, it's it's yeah. it's low. I, before we take a break, uh, let's go talk to Tom. He's got some okay. some surf fishing questions. Morning, Tom. What's up, Tom? Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Kurt, this is Tom Freeman. How you doing? Oh, how hey Tom, you? how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing okay. Um, I have a question. Um, I sold my boat. Um, so I'm uh, now officially a landlubber, I guess, for fishing. Right. And one of my options for fishing, or a couple options, is bridge fishing, but also surf fishing. And I uh, totally lost touch, touch with surf fishing. So just wanted to get some, um, I don't know whether surf fishing is any good right now. Um, I've heard that when the water warms up, it's really nothing but catfish that you catch. I used to do a lot of surf fishing uh, years ago uh, before I got my boat. Right. But now I've sold the boat and um, just wanted some advice on. Uh, okay, so, so the, captain's the, choice tackle. Yeah, there's, 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 there's obviously the tackle, captain's choice tackle. But, um, Kirk, I'll, I'll give a couple tips and, and then I'll let you chime in. Uh, I think the biggest thing that you have to find, Tom, is water clarity. When you talk about catching catfish it's it's because the water's dirty and so if you you know if you have the ability if, you know let's just say you go down to atlantic beach and you're going to go surf fishing and, and the water looks like crap well get in the car and 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 drive to michaelers beach you know and then if it doesn't look good there drive down to volano beach uh you know that's that's the biggest thing obviously the incoming tide is going to bring cleaner water. I'm not saying that that's the only time you should fish yeah. because I've caught plenty of fish on an outgoing tide in, in the surf. Uh, fresh bait. You know, it's got to be uh, – uh, if, if, if you you'll can, eat it, they'll eat it. Yeah, and, and, and I love sand fleas this time of year. And there should be plenty of sand fleas. You know, buy a sand flea rake, and um, that, that'll, that'll help you out tremendously. But it's, it's all about – the, the the water clarity where you're fishing and 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 the bait and just keep it simple this is not you know and and by Stop the way it. when the water warms up you're right it, it slows down a little bit but there's a lot of whiting jeff let in me the surf. Uh, uh let me give you another tip yep okay when uh, when you go surf fishing fresh live shrimp okay put it in your cooler so it's like in other words it's fresh dead and you can kind of keep them alive in your cooler the old trick you know a saltwater soaked towel with uh an ice pack mm keeps them fresh and alive and so when you do yeah. put little pieces on the hook that uh it's they're gonna want it number two this little tip that we heard last week can apply to surf fishing as well and that's taking a little piece of fish, fish bites, bites absolutely put it on the hook with the and shrimp. then the shrimp too so you still have yeah Two little things on there that are going to catch fish. Absolutely. Well, not only that, we have an expert, and what I would consider an expert, Noel, Noel Kuhn, that yep. calls all the time and gives us surf reports. I, I would even be inclined to charter him one day, charter him one day Tom, yeah. and just go with him. He he is a wealth of knowledge. Absolutely. Have you, uh, it, it, see, t- Tom, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> Noel's your guy. Tom, have you seen yeah, the uh, his it. website? No, I have not. It's thesurfangler.com. Okay. Thesurfangler.com. The- Surfangler.com. Yep. Okay. 
He's a really good guy, Tom. You'll you'll really like him. He's real easygoing, and he's just a wealth of knowledge yeah, about that's, that. That's I mean, that's all he does. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. And I bet she doesn't play loud music on the surf either. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not a moron. <laughs> when you say little pieces of shrimp on your hook, uh-huh. um, are you using a short shank hook or a long shank hook? Oh, Kevin? Um, you could go with a two-aught circle or a two-aught kale. Okay. Okay. Tom, here's here's what I do. Seriously. Okay. Um, Captain's Choice Tackle has a surf rig pre-made, and yep. you you can buy these at uh, at all the Hagen Coastal Outfitter locations. You can buy them at Strike Zone. You can buy them uh, where else? Saint Augustine. Saint you know, Augustine. Yep, yep. That those those rigs, I'm telling you, are money. Yep. It's good okay. stuff. Okay, very good. Oh, well, I appreciate the uh, information, and nope. uh, wish me luck. All right, Tom, good, good luck. luck. Good luck. It's good hearing from you. Good hearing. Take care, Kirk. You too. All right, so question for you guys before we take a break. There was an article recently that I saw where someone was was caught a big shark on some Captain's Choice gear. I read something I don't know. on that recently. I, don't I know. can't remember where I said that, but, I mean, you guys got a plug on this uh, – uh, article that was That's written. cool. Yeah, yeah, about Captain's Choice uh, Tackle. I, I didn't see remember. that. Because you guys make shark rigs? Yes. Okay, yeah. somebody somewhere, yeah. i got to yeah, remember exactly yeah. where that was. But I anyway. hope it wasn't the shark that wound up hanging in the Ponte Vedra High School. I don't think it was. Yeah. Just saying. But don't think it was. All right, let's take a break, and when we come back, we're going to do a Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store has the youngest fleet in the industry, which is the most dependable, productive fleet in the industry. So your job site and production goes through the roof. Through the roof. If you want to learn more, go to ringpower.com. This week's tip. There is hopefully, uh, hopefully it doesn't go through the roof because then you got to repair mm-hmm. things. Right, 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 right. Well, then you can use Kirby Co. That's so, very true. So very I true. don't know, maybe. Uh, next week we are going to be at uh, Fish Bites again, again. Which mm-hmm. Fish Bites is in St. Augustine, and St. Augustine. Uh, if you head down uh, US One, it's the Fish Bites Trading Post. Which is a fishing tackle shop, and it's cool. They got a front porch. They got ice machine. They've got seminars. Kevin, you're doing a couple seminars. I am. We might need to hit that restaurant after the show. Got welcome to Moe's, and then we're hey, gonna hit the restaurant. We're gonna yeah. have Moe's for breakfast, and then for lunch, Kirk. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're going. Wow. You and I are going yeah. to wow. have lunch. Well, Kevin's gonna go too because yeah. he'll be yeah. in between yeah. seminars. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll yeah. be here by myself. Um, Kevin, what seminars are you doing? Kingfish, kingfish nice. seminars. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I have a. When's the last time you did a fishing seminar? It's been a while. <laughs> last one I did was over at Academy Sports. Yeah, you know, Jeff, the last one that I did, mm-hmm. which was probably one of the coolest ones I ever did because uh, Big Bill did such an amazing job with video, mm. is the tarpon seminar that I did um, at Cabin Bluff. Mm-hmm. That was, I mean, and we had the big screen set up yeah, yeah, with yeah. all of our tarpon video. Now, was that the one... No, yeah, where Flip Pallet was yeah, in the front yeah. row. Yeah, that's just great. I'm no, doing a tarpon no seminar for Flip. Yeah, no yeah. pressure. Yeah, that was, that was great. I yeah, just love that. All right. Yeah. Hey. So, no but pressure. Anyway, yeah, so, 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 so come join us. So um, 11 o'clock 
is the first seminar. Then we're going to do another one at 2 p.m. Okay. But we'll be there, obviously, from 7 to 10. Yeah, we'll be doing the show. The outdoor show. And Moe's will be doing the breakfast. And Moe's is going to be doing the breakfast. How about nice. that? I got it all lined up. Can't beat that. Yep. yep. All the more reason I think to I'm going to have Uber come pick me up. Just yeah. Put, that, y'all got a tab? Tab. <laughs> an Uber tab? Yeah. I'm going to get Uber down there, there and back. The cost well, of fuel now. Good. Yeah, Gosh, yeah. Man, you I can mean, you can seriously. stop and pick Jeff up. I feel like I'm yeah. going on vacation now. Oh, yeah. you want to pick me up? Yeah, I can I'll, do that. You can, ride, you can hop on ride with me. Yeah. Yeah. I'll burn. Yeah. You know, five dollars and sixty-seven <laughs> cents a gallon to come on down. That'd be damn smart, wouldn't it? We just live down the street from each other. <laughs> oh, That's crazy. God, it's... I talked to uh, seriously uh, yesterday. I made a phone call to uh, Bill at Griffin's, and Griffin's is up in Georgia, and it's a place that has seed for farmers and they do fertilizer and lime so it's basically it's a you know it's like a big mm-hmm. one-stop shop for farmers right and this is where i'll get the fertilizer and lime for the food plots and for flowers life, et cetera, seed and uh, there's a couple guys in there uh, bill and then marshall that i always talk to and bill wasn't in so i was talking to marshall and i was like hey marshall i said tell me tell me about cost of fertilizer and he said well he said i can tell you this he said Whatever you paid in the past, you can at least double it. He goes, oh. that's our cost right now. And he goes, it's you know, no fault of theirs. I right. mean, that's I know, just I know, what, yeah. it's, what it yeah. is. I yeah. mean, it's, and we're talking record levels of inflation, the highest, I think, since 1981. We're seeing fuel prices that are just through the roof. Highest ever. Highest ever. And yeah. uh, Gas for diesel. It's crazy. In, yeah. in, in the Gulf, I stopped the other day. It was 589 a gallon oh, for diesel. That's just hard. It's just, I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, it's, uh, you know, and I sit there and you go, you know what? Uh, the Keystone Pipeline and all that other stuff that we shut down just recently. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know what needs to be done. Right. We it's, know exactly what needs to be done. Well, and, anyway. and there's a dilemma there, though. Let's go talk to Willie because I don't want to get started. Yeah, right, let's go talk yeah. to Willie, talk a little surf fishing because he's surf, uh, surf fishing in a tournament today, right, Willie? That's correct, yeah. All right, good morning, by the way. Yeah, good morning, guys. Good morning. Yeah, uh, it's a beautiful morning down here on the beach in South Ponte Vedra. I'm down here at the fire station. Oh, cool. Um, right on the beach in front of the fire station. The water is not bad at all, actually. It's cleared up nice. That's good. Uh, after after that wind blew for whew, 14, 15 forever. days. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's the 18th annual North Florida Surf Casters. Association tournament, awesome. and uh, so I figured I'd do it this year. I got me some sand fleas I found right in front of me after I spent two hours down at Jack's Beach Pier trying to find, couldn't find. Them. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! Uh, got live shrimp. Got bait from just in the trough on the backside of the bar, and one a little bit past that, one about thirty yards past the trough in the bar. Are you got, are you, have you got a lot of people around you? Uh, there's probably one, two, three, four, five, six, six to the north of me, maybe eight, and to the south of me, one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> wow. about eight. Wow. To go down about a mile south of me and about a mile north of me. Yeah. Uh, Everybody spread out. Yeah, about 50 to 100 yards apart. Well, that's cool. And, uh, you that's can, perfect. You can fish whatever you want. It's not like it's a fishing only one spot sure. location. I, I'm actually sure. on uh, Florida Surfcasters' website, which is surffishingflorida.com, by the way. Yeah. If uh, somebody would like to check it out. 
And Willie, the uh, this is the 18th annual surf fishing tournament. And I believe that's what I remember. Yep. And uh, largest pompano and largest whiting are the Correct. two things that you're fishing for today. And it was a $40 entry for, for regular people and then two for kids, juniors. So, cool. Yeah. Now, question. Yeah, I've seen. Belays, have yeah. you caught anything? Yeah. I have not. I hadn't had a sniff, but I've seen uh, a guy next to me caught a bluefish, two stingrays. And uh, nobody else I've seen bring in anything. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So it's tide What's starting the... to go out. I'm hoping as it gets lower to the bottom of this tide, they'll come in and feed again. Yeah, and the more and the more that um, the water, the water's going to continue to clear today. Mm-hmm. I think it'll continue to get better. It's just a one day tournament, though, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. It is. Okay. Yeah, I think the weigh in starts at one to three, I believe. I'm yeah, not sure. one one to thir- one to three thirty at strike zone is weigh in. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, uh, so you got until three thirty to make it to strike zone. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Nope. I just want to catch something first. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Willie, able to go to strike zone. Willie, I mean, yeah. do you yeah. do you feel like you're going to get more bites on an incoming tide? Everything I've been hearing and seeing of people that I know that are doing pompano chasing and whiting chasing are catching a lot of them on the bottom of it, last of the outgoing, first of the incoming. Okay. And then some of them I've seen are catching them at the top of the incoming, first of the outgoing, but I didn't catch anything. It's yeah. starting to go out now. I think high tide was 7.05 or 7.50, I can't remember. Are you seeing any, like, small whiting or anything in the, in the, in the shallow water as you're walking out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen baby pompano and baby whiting all in the surf. Okay. That's they're a good everywhere. sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're everywhere. And, I, I, like I said, I got the sand fleas, and that's what everybody said that they were catching the pompano Got you. I'd be going for whitey. I'd be but I'd be using shrimp. shrimp. <laughs> yep. I was I was using the shrimp first, and it would stay on you know thirty minutes and not get a sniff. I'm like, oh, you know, it can't hurt. Let me try some sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Now, no. do, you, do you tip it with anything? Not yet. I'm going to. I got my fish bites with me. I got clam, crab. Yeah, buddy. Fish bites. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, All right, sir. Willie. Good luck, man. All right, guys. All right. Y'all have a great day, man. Yeah. All right, thank you, 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 Willie. You too. All right, let's uh let's talk. Bye. Bye. I'll talk to Captain Chris. Yeah, before we take a break. Okay. Chris. Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Morning, buddy. Hey, Chris. Man, I got to tell you, Chris, got to share a story with you. Okay? Because yes, uh, uh, this week, uh, Taylor and I, we were, uh, I was Mr. Mom. Tara's out of town. So I think it was on uh, Monday or Tuesday night, I cooked, which is one of my favorites, is to bone out chicken thighs, lay them flat little bit of blues hog, sweet and savory, and then put it in a convection oven. Okay, bake it until the skin gets crispy. Use the air fryer? Mm. No, no. I just did uh, the convection oven, and then I hit uh, broil at the very end to get the top of the skin crispy. I mean, mm-hmm. like fried chicken, it's awesome. So anyway, the sides, we had um, uh, broccoli, and um, uh, I did uh, Mrs. B's Thin Biscuits. Mary okay. B's. Mary B's. Mary B's. Mary B's, the Thin Biscuits. Gotcha. And I put your wildflower honey your dad's, dad's. on those, uh, uh, your dad's mm-hmm. wildflower honey. Oh, my God. It's good, isn't it? Crazy good. Yeah. yeah. Crazy yeah. good. So, uh, tell Pops, man. Yeah, thank you for that. That I stuff will, is money. I will tell him. He, uh, he got a kick out of all the, the stories and all. Um, and I was just, I was kind of wanting to call and clear my name. Kevin kind of made me sound lazy, I guess. 
Leaving the leaving the grass uncut. <laughs> well, is he, have you found his flip flop yet? Yeah, have you found my flip flop? No, I still ain't found it. I, I don't know what the, what happened to the flip flop. Wow! Did the cow, did a, do just, your cows eat things like that? No, they'll eat string from from you know hay string and stuff like that. But um, a darn flip flop. You sure it's show? not in the stomach of a cow? I'm thinking that uh, I'm thinking that the Budweiser might have caused the flip flop being gone. <laughs> that clover's deep, man. I lost it out there. Yeah. Mower will find it eventually. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the mower will find it. But I uh, just got a little outdoor show karma. We're uh, we're up on the St. Mary's. My daughter's turning sixteen next week, and she wanted to come. Just put about a two and a half pound channel cat in the in the cooler. What are you doing? Awesome. What are you using for bait? Uh, cut mullet. Oh, really? interesting. That's <laughs> yeah, funny. Like cut finger mullet? No, cut, uh, well, we, uh, big old row mullet. Row mullet. Yeah. And, um, just flayed it and, out. And, yep, scale it and flay it out. I never would have thought of using cut mullet to go catfish. Me neither. That's, that's yeah. all I yeah, would that, either. That I might have to take that out to Fargo <laughs> yeah, sometime and try that out. I've never thought yeah, about yeah. that. That's, that's an ocean, great idea. ocean weight thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Breaking up. Oh, oh man, that's good. Thank, thank you, Chris. You're you're breaking up. Good to talk All to right, you. Let's take a break, and uh, we come back, Mr. Keep Paul Dozier. My dad gum flip flop. Would you, Mr. Paul Dozier? <laughs> Is he's, it one of those Co- Kobe and expensive Kobe and flip flops, or one of those? What were those Japanese or Hawaiian? What kind, what kind of flip flops are those? Like Hoopa. It's a three dollar flip flop. Ka- ka- Kabua. Kabua. <laughs> what? Ka- Kalua. Hawaiian flip flop. It's yeah. a Kalua. Let me see Kabua. that. Kabua. K-A-B-U-A. Yeah, Kabua. But you didn't get them at Hagen. No. Hagen's got, got the Kobians. There you go. Kobians, Kobians and uh, Alahana. Olihana. And the Hey Dudes. Hey Dudes. All the, the Hey Dudes. dudes. Yeah, the yeah, Hey Dudes. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. I, I have those so many people awesome. wearing those things. Oh, now. yeah. They're I, everywhere. I told you. Yeah, y'all it's, laughing it's, at me. Well, I still yeah. laugh at see? you. but yeah. Well, we just laughed at the way you said it. You're like, hey, dude. Hey, dude. I know you're walking around with a limp. Got my hey Just wearing one flip-flop there. That's got to be tough. That's tough. It's like having a flat tire, isn't it? It is. Dude. I, I, dude. I text him the next morning like, dude, find my dad. Dude. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, hey, dude. Paul Dozier of yes. the Old School Kingfish Shootout coming up right after this on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Yeah, I went by uh, Whalen Bay this week to see my boys. They, uh, see like, Chad? Huh? See Chad? See Chad, absolutely. It's all Chad. Yeah. Yeah, so had a uh, little trolling motor issue and got it all fixed up in about 10 minutes. I'm good to go. So, uh, nice. Chad, Chad's good with the motors, is he not? He can, he can do a motor. He can oh, work yeah. on a motor. Oh, yeah. I had, I had uh, Steve called in and uh-huh. was asking. He's got a 2003 Evan Rude 75, and he's just trying to find somebody who can work on it. That's a great question because not everybody can work on Evan Rude. Yeah, Evan yeah. Rude Johnson. So, so honestly, if I was to have an Evan Rude or Johnson worked on, I would take it to St. Augustine Marina. Mm-hmm. Agree. Agree? Yeah. yeah. Mr. Paul Dozier, welcome to yeah. the show. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Great Will, to be w- here. William at, <laughs> at St. Augustine Marina. St. Augustine Marina. Yeah. Where's yeah. that at? Uh, the St. In, Augustine Marina? The, it's in St. Augustine. <laughs> yeah, it's in St. Augustine. At the end of the, of the Volano. Okay. okay um, you know, it's, it's, it's on, so it's on the uh, the east side of the of Volano the bridge. bridge. Okay. Yep. 
uh, when you come off and, the bridge, and where, take where a right. the old pier is, where the pier is, where that's the, it. Where that's the old it, school right there. Kingfish shootouts held, man. I mean, where you weigh in for the old school exactly. uh, Kingfish shootouts, right? Exactly. Right there. Cool. But, but yeah, William is a genius on Evan Roots. Yeah, they were okay. they were yep. they were OMC forever, man. Uh, exactly. And, and they, if, if anybody can fix it, it's them. Yep. Cool. There you go. There's your answer. Mm-hmm. That's cool, man. Uh, by the way, welcome. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are we doing? We're Paul. good. Had a good basketball game. Bradley, uh, my son, had his last basketball game. Played really well this morning. So, How uh, old? He's eight. And, nice. Uh, probably scored eight or ten points. Did he good. Really? And, uh, Very nice. Actually tried to play a little defense this morning, which made made his dad proud. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so I, I can remember going to – this is a real, real, real quick story. We all have kids' stories, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Kayla played basketball. She loved to play basketball. She Taylor was, plays basketball and loves it, too. Uh, loves it, it. It, it, it. So she was – it's six or seven, and she was totally about defense. I mean, it was, you know, every now and then. But so she gets the ball away from the, guy, the, the other girl dribbling it and just shoots it and makes it on oh, the wrong side, side of the court. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's the only point she's ever scored in her career. <laughs> oh, boy. These, these, so, these coaches are, man, they got some patience. But yes. It's, uh, it's pretty interesting. We, this is our, our second or third year doing this. So we started when Bradley was six. And there's, I mean, there's some of the kids are more advanced than others, and uh, they move them up. But these, these kids playing three-on-three and four-on-four, it's funny to watch them. It's they, just fun. It's, it's just it fun. Is. It is. Yeah. And, and you get so frustrated. <laughs> you can't. Pass the ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, but you're not one of those parents, are you, that sits there and goes, my kid's going to be an NBA star. Oh, I know. Trust me. <laughs> my kid might be a lot of things, but he's not going to be an NBA star. <laughs> but it's, just, it's, it's funny when you go to some of these – um, oh yeah, athletic events. Some of the parents get a little out of. I hand. mean, they're like whacked. Yeah, they get totally a little. Whacked. Out you know, of you wouldn't think that seriously. Oh. You know, because it's it's a kid's sport and stuff. Man, I, I'm with you. How to have with, some all, fun. All, all, all of my kids, you know, they they played high school sports. Carly played volleyball. Caleb played softball. And man, some of these, some of these parents, man, I, I agree. Like, Wow. I guess they're living through them because they couldn't do what their I mean, kids are doing. I don't know, but I, I, it's I mean, like, what? Oh my, well, I mean, the things that they would say to the umpire. Take a Xanax, okay, yeah, yeah, parent. Yeah. You know, Go have a shot of slow uh, down. Yeah. A shot of beer or something, something over there and back off the yeah. throttle a little bit. This ain't the NFL, you know? Jeez. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. So how's the uh, organization of, uh, of the tournament going, the old school Kingfish shootout? We're looking good, I, I think. Uh, my my bride, Lauren, does 90% of the work, and I do all the talking. So uh, mm-hmm. we'll probably be pretty organized and probably do a pretty good job, and I'll get all the credits like the quarterback that does nothing. The offensive line blocks and does all the work, mm-hmm. and the quarterback gets all the credit or the blame. So, so you're, 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 right. you're going to be the uh, the Trent Dilfer of fishing tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he stepped right into that. Yeah, he brother. won a Super Bowl, Just right? With the Ravens, he didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah okay. It was all about defense. Mm-hmm. I'm def- def- definitely a, a Trent Dilfer type. <laughs> Lauren's a rock star, and and she gets up early in the morning and stays up late at night working on this stuff. And you know, when you get a tournament the size we've got, we're fortunate to have. The, she manually enters every name and registration number, wow. which. I've told her that there's got to be a better way, and we thought there was a better way, but there ended up not being a better way. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, she's she keeps us together. But hey, we're on track. We're we're very lucky to have great sponsors and great prizes, and I think that this has become the uh, favorite tournament of the year for everybody. No, no, no doubt, seems to be. No, no doubt, no no, no questions. Were well, you three and a half weeks out? I mean, how many folks you got signed up so far? 
I honestly have no idea. Ask, ask Lauren. Yeah, ask, yeah, ask, ask Lauren. Ask Lauren. And, well, maybe, and, and maybe we should have her me. in here. She, she text Lauren real quick. She, she doesn't tell me. I don't really ask because truly it really doesn't matter. The price breaks. It's $250 entry fee till May 31st. Right. And that Memorial Day weekend is when it happens. I mean, it's just like boom, boom, right. boom, boom. We start boom. signing up. We get, we get four or five a day. You know, yeah. I, I would guess we're around 100 boats or so yeah. or something along those lines. How but, many did you have last year and the year before that? Uh, we had 643 in 2020 on the COVID year, and then we had 520 last Ooh. year. And did that we, was, was and, that and many you, last year? Yeah, well, and you go 643, wow. which was uh, the COVID year, which was tremendous turnout. Right. And, and then last year, Weather wasn't quite as good, I don't but you think still it was, had a great yeah, it number. Was great. I don't think it was weather. I think that the COVID year, nobody could do anything. If you think about it, yeah. The, yeah. the Bahamas was closed. Disney World was closed. The airports were closed. The Keys yeah. were closed. There was no lacrosse tournaments. There was no baseball tournaments. Yep. There was nothing to do but go fishing. So if you had a boat, you went, you entered that tournament yeah. and took a shot at it. But uh yeah, hopefully. Uh, I mean, five hundred plus though, man. That's it, crazy it, 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 good. That's, that's oh, I'll never apologize for five hundred. Right, votes, exactly. Right? There's yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. And uh, you know, I think we have a chance to do that this year. Oh, well, yeah, yeah it, you'll do that. It's it's kind of like the El Chupo. It's it's like a family fun something to do that you don't have to go and have a whole lot of equipment to do it. You can have a small boat. I mean, and it kind of keeps it keeps it family oriented. I like that aspect of it. Well, really the reality do. is, Kirk, is that uh, Paul's tournament has. For every angler, a realistic opportunity of winning. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's the difference. Yeah, absolutely. That's true. It's worked two years in a row. The first year, uh, Casey Riley and his his family won on a 19-foot polar skiff, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fishing along the beach, of course. And then last year, uh, Chris Stevens' son, Jacob, and his grandfather won in a bay boat. I mean, family fishing – and small boats have won two years in a row. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of these days a big boat's going to – all the big boats play. Who's not going to throw 250 bucks out there with a chance to win hundred grand? Right. I mean, yeah. so the big boats are in there trying, and the, 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 the professional tournament anglers, so to say. Uh, but so far, the, the, the little guys have gotten lucky. What is up? You say hundred grand. What's the prize this 21 year? Twenty-one foot yellowfin uh, bay boat uh, with a two hundred horse Yamaha and Ameritrail trailer, and that's pretty sweet. And uh, the the value is over a hundred thousand dollars now. We mm-hmm. started giving sure those things is. away in oh, two thousand thirteen. They were worth fifty grand. Now they're worth a hundred. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it is it's crazy. crazy. It's uh, boat boat prices and everything as we all know. How many? Uh, I, and I know that uh, you've got the Nimnik family of dealerships, uh, the sponsor for the lucky ticket. Yeah, okay, that's ten thousand bucks. That's awesome. That's uh, that's something that I thought would incentivize people to just uh, participate. And if yeah. you catch a fish, if you catch a fish, you send us a picture. You're entered in the drawing, and we're going to draw it at the awards party on Sunday morning. And the winner is going to win ten thousand dollars. A check. Got to be there grand. to win. Got to be there to win. Gotta that's right. We, so, we we did that one. So time it's just a drawing for that. It's just a drawing. Yeah, yeah. We've 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 been through that with Doctor Carrasco. Yeah. 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 yeah, So he'll never live that down. But that's Heck okay. No. So of um, we kind of had this conversation this morning. I don't know. I know you were at a basketball game. Of the five hundred boats or so that fished last year, how many people either weighed in total plus picture? I think about half. About half. Uh, yeah, what you said, about Jim. about yeah. half. Yeah. The year before last, the fishing was excellent. Yeah, and it was probably more than half. Uh, last year, the fishing wasn't so good. We we literally three days later, you called me and were like, "You wouldn't believe this." They're just snapping. They're, oh, it was. It was yeah, three yeah. days. We yeah. missed it by three days. But you know, it can be. 
Everybody says that's oh, too early. Well, it's not too early. There was a 28 pound kingfish called April the fourth. Yeah, in it's, Kansas. It, it's not too early. The fish are, the fish are here yep. now. I guarantee it. But uh, yeah, I, I've I've heard uh, the reports that uh, of course the bait has been here. The, mm-hmm. the fish have been biting. So, but but let's take a break. Uh, we'll come back and folks. We have Mr. Paul Dozier, old school kingfish shootout, which is coming up on June 11th. Uh, website tournament website oldschoolkingfish.com oldschoolkingfish.com if you want to dial up the website in this commercial break and we'll be back more right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show I believe this was off of the long run it is indeed Hey Chris, I need to put you to work. Oh, yeah, awesome! For like, like, like two minutes. Okay. So, um, for the uh, First Coast Friends of NRA uh-huh. banquet is tonight. Okay. Um, awesome. Carrie and I are, are we're, we're going to try to go with Mr. Bob Matthews, CNH Marine, and and he has tickets for us. I have four tickets. Yeah. That they gave us. Yeah. If if anybody would like. Four tickets. Oh, you are putting me to work. I, I, I am. I mean, seriously, first caller, but you, you have to you, be able to go. You got to be able. You got to be able to come pick it up. Yeah, you got to be able to come pick it up at, at, uh, at, at ten o'clock. Ten, ten o'clock here on Hogan Road. Or, yeah, but within so, quarter after, close. sometime by the quarter after ten. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, six four one ten ten. If you want four tickets, these if tickets are like tickets. sixty bucks a piece. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah and a great time, and they've got yeah. raffles and oh, all oh, that. Oh, they're good giving stuff. away some guns, bro. <laughs> yeah, all, all kinds of good stuff. All right, uh, back here with the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, Mr. Paul Dozier of the uh, uh, Old School Kingfish Shootout. And website again, Paul, is? Uh, oldschoolkingfish.com. Uh, oldschoolkingfish.com. Can, can I change the subject just real, real, real I love. By the way, real, real I love the, the logo of apparel. Yeah. Um, Wahoo Shootout, obviously mm-hmm. very successful yes, this sir. year. The guy who won mm-hmm. – did he get second and third also? No, he okay. he, he got uh, the first and second place aggregate. The the he fished with his friend and they they caught this tournament record, and then he went two weeks later on his boat and got lucky and caught a, another giant fish, <laughs> and a couple giant fish. He's a hell of a fisherman. Yeah, he's been fishing with us for for years. Uh, and Donnie is a he's just a, one of those guys. Yeah, he he won the Kingfish Shootout twice. The old Kingfish. Wow, twice, and he said, "I'll never win that Wahoo tournament." And he always catches big ones, but he just didn't seem to do it on tournament day. And it's kind of like the Josephs who have won the Wahoo tournament twice. They used to catch lots and lots of fish. They said, "We don't, we don't ever catch the big ones." And I said, "Well, you keep catching more than everybody else. Eventually, you're going to catch the big ones." Right. Sure enough, they've won it now twice and caught a 121 pounder a couple years ago. And <sighs> fishing, you know, the Wahoo fishing has just been been amazing. It has it, been. It's just the we we are literally getting national attention for the Wahoo tournament, which may or may not be good. But, uh, <laughs> right. you know, yeah, it, it's cool. I, I, I got a call from uh, – we, we got an article, I think it's going to be in Saltwater Sportsman Magazine here soon about it. And, you know, people ask me all the time. I kind of downplayed a little bit, but it's it's, yeah. it's, it's really good. We're, we have um, – as we all know, we talk about – we have just amazing fishing year-round here. You can always catch something. In right. So what was his total earnings – for the Wahoo shootout between the two, between the two boats, probably a hundred and uh, probably close to two hundred grand. <laughs> That's awesome. That's good well, for him, man. Well, and for the old old school kingfish shootout, old school kingfish shootout, you've got you said a twenty one foot yellowfin mm-hmm. worth a hundred thousand. Worth a hundred grand. It's worth a hundred, and then we have a 
you know, in, in the what's, spirit. What's, what's how far, how many places 25. do you? 25 places. 25. So where, do we, where do we go after number one? Uh, number two is a 115 Yamaha outboard, courtesy of Atlantic Coast Marine, mm-hmm. Brett Cannon. Way to go, guys. Brett Cannon. That's nice. nice. Great, greatly appreciated. And uh, then we have a Garmin package for third and fourth, big Garmin packages with maybe a little cash. I Don't quote me. I should probably know better than this. But we pay, we pay cash to 25, then we have five lady angler prizes and five junior angler prizes. Awesome. awesome. That's so outstanding. The different, uh, one thing we do a little bit different is the lady and the junior angler have to be the angler of the fish. That's, the, uh, that's one thing that uh, – Yeah, that's fair. I, I, want, I want them yeah. to catch the fish. Now, if, you, if your junior angler or lady angler needs some help getting around the motors or whatever, right. that's fine. But we're, we're trying not to uh, do the participation thing. Yeah, yeah, we we we're not believers in participation trophies. Well, it's a little different on the Wahoo tournament because you know they got these big old giant rods and reels, and, right. and honestly, no grown man does the entire thing Wahoo fishing. It's mm-hmm. kind of it's kind of meat fishing, man. Those rods stay in the rod holder, yeah, they I take know. turns and they crank on it, and and so we kind of junior angler. We just ask them to participate somehow in the in the Wahoo tournament. Um, but the, the old school participate in the picture. Yeah, that's right. Whatever. <laughs> the old school is, uh, the old school, we, we yeah. they, they can, they can handle the rod and reel. Sure. Rod and reel. So, yeah. Uh, the rods are light enough. Sometimes they just need help getting it out of the rod holder if it's an outrigger yeah, or something yeah, like sure, that, no you know, of course, yeah. of course, you know what we're, what we're trying to yeah, do. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, sure. no, you're trying to make it fair. That's, yep. that's, that's admirable. All right. Uh, Hey, real quick, let's, uh, we're going to have a debate here because we have our Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week. Mm-hmm. Oh. Folks, Kirby Co. Builders, industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. First off, Miss Kirby Co. has a birthday today. Hey, oh, happy, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy, happy birthday happy. To, uh, to Jan. They're okay. And if anybody knows Jan Kirby, please call her today and wish her a very happy birthday. Okay, Miss mm-hmm. Kirby Co. has a birthday. Okay, now the debate. Oh God, did we, we really use this for a cooking tip? We did. Kirk wanted to. I mean, we, look, well, Chris. Okay, Paul, you just had yeah. what I would call and we call a cra- a, a breakfast burrito with crack cheese in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, which has and we yep. call crack cheese. It's the Palmetto. I know what it is. Pimento dip. (laughs) Paul, you're a fan. Okay. I'm a fan. I'm a believer. Right. We're all believers here. Kirk. Well, see. Kirk's cooking. Maybe we're not all believers. My daughter, my lovely daughter came over the other day and she goes, Dad, you know, mom's about you, you know, cutting down on what you're eating. She wants you to live a little longer. Kirk's on this health kick. So I'm on a health kick and Mm -hmm. we, we eat a lot of good food at the house now and watch our carbs and bread and stuff like that. And Laura said, Dad, you gotta try this. It doesn't Tastes like it's low fat. So I said, okay. Now, so I, what, what I don't like low fat food. Low what he's trying to peddle here is a reduced <laughs> fat pimento cheese. I think reduced it tastes awful most of the time. And so when I bit into this, I was like, you know what? That doesn't taste like low fat. Hey, that doesn't it entirely like suck. It tastes Let's good. Let's make it a This tip. does not taste good. Paul? This is good. No. We're, this is what okay. This, we got one that's BS. I'm calling it BS. That does not taste like crap. These guys have been promoting this. Crack cheese for ten years, yeah. and Kirk's gonna show up. Yeah, with he's this gonna stuff. show up. With, with That's what I'm saying. I'm just telling you. That? I grew yeah. up. I okay, grew now up. Pass it over to Kevin yeah. or Chris. I, come out here and get you a sample. Hell it to the like no! Crack. First off, it I'm looks not doing it. Terrible. it looks I'm terrible. boycotting it. Looks like I'm, margarine. No, I'm not doing it. No. Okay. I, I don't think it's bad. 
Okay. You don't th- think it's thanks, bad? Thanks, Paul, for your no, honesty. I appreciate not, your it's honesty. Not, it's, it's not bad. It probably would be hey, a little up, better Paul. if it hadn't been sitting on the desk for three hours. Uh, Kevin? Cold. Yeah. No, that's terrible. Thank See? you. Oh, no, no. Right, so we got two terribles, yep. one not bad, and Chris, you're no, not going to try it? No. It's, well, it, it whatever. Is Hell no. It, it is not as good as, as Palmetto Pimento <laughs> cheese, but it is. It's, I've had worse. I, listen, <laughs> I am nothing if I am not loyal, and I have built up. <laughs> A long-lasting relationship with my palmetto cheese, mm-hmm. and I will not stray. All right, because so Kirk, shame on you. Because temptress. maybe I got, I didn't get dig deep enough. Maybe I got one of them warm spots. I'm I'm scraping hey, the top whatever. layer off. I'm you digging know, down deep good. on my second bite, and it's so bad. Jeff's going in for seconds. <laughs> I thought it was good. He's you hoping know. for better, and it ain't. And it, it probably ain't. needed to be chilled. I, I would admit that. Okay, so it's so, not good. So, so well. okay, so, so here's so, so exactly how much reduction okay. of fat do we have here yeah. right. that I got to eat it because yeah. it's it's yeah. going to make me skinny. Here's the tip: don't buy this. Don't <laughs> buy it. Okay. Well, save yeah, it for they're, they're rough, man. It, you know, it, it just on. goes with the territory. We're going to do the calorie count. You, you're either on Let's the see, uh, back on here, so I can. You're either on the high side of the hill, or you just went over the hill and you're going down the slope. That's okay. right. There's That's no right. middle. There's no middle in this. Here, nope. Here's the problem with all pimento cheeses. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is reduced fat. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. This reduced fat pimento <laughs> cheese. Okay. If you have one serving size, <laughs> which you just did, which is 1.5 tablespoons. That's 30 grams. Mm-hmm. Just 1.5 tablespoons has a hundred and thirty calories. <laughs> Look, no, okay, nobody eats yeah, pimento cheese. Fat. Right. Yeah, yeah oh. nobody says, Look, "Oh, I want to eat healthy." Where's well, the pimento cheese? Once you get cheese? over a hundred <laughs> calories on a teaspoon or a tablespoon, just go ahead and go <laughs> all the way. That's right. Yeah. You know, that's right. All I know is your lovely wife was looking for a cooking tip, and you two characters weren't <laughs> contributing. <laughs> And I thought, you know, poor Tara, she's trying to get this thing organized so we can have it for Saturday. It's Friday afternoon, and it's nothing but crickets on the other end. I thought, you know, I'll shoot her this. Maybe she can use it. Let let me give her some crap. That's all right. Y'all don't want it? Let's see if she'll actually post this. Nobody's forcing you. You know, you're uh, right. You know what? You're right. You can do it yourself. And right? I went into it with an open mind because I was no, like, look, didn't. you know me. I saw the text last night. No. Well, we're going to have some fun with that. Dad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because you're Reduce trying to fat? compete with crack Oh, God cheese. forbid. Yeah. You, you painted a pimento hey, cheese-colored right. bullseye right. on your chest. It's like it's like expecting to, to roll up, hey. okay, at a All Western right. Sizzler and to compete with a Ruth Chris steakhouse. Exactly. Low-fat low chicken. Exactly. Yep. Right? Low-fat chicken. Skinless chicken thighs. <laughs> Boneless, chinless, skinless chicken Smothered thighs. Smothered in honey. Smothered in honey. <laughs> Next week, you're going to have low-fat fried chicken. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Nothing like cooking do, in the do air they, fryer. Do they make oh, low-fat uh, french fries, Jeff? No, no. That's I'll take. No. I'm gonna take my cheese with me and go. We're gonna we're gonna deep fry it. In <laughs> I don't even know. Y'all later. I don't even know if that's cheese. I don't know what that is. Jeez. All right, let's take a break. We come back. Uh, we'll talk more about the old school kingfish shootout. Get an updated weather. Sure, we can talk tides. about some more pimento cheese on the other side. <laughs> I'm sure we can get about another five minutes squeezed out of that bad boy. <laughs> right we'll here, roll that rat right over and pull the, the tail off. Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for an updated weather forecast brought to you by the best barbecue in Jacksonville, the Bearded Pig. Pretty simple. It's getting better. Yeah, Today's it's going to be pretty. Southwest today, 5 knots, becoming east 5 to 10 in the after, afternoon. Uh, tomorrow, southeast winds 5 to 10. Monday, southwest 5 to 10, becoming southeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon, 3 to 4 feet. I mean, so, and but Tuesday is when it's going to get. Really nice. Yep. I mean, it's going to be nice up until then. But today, yep. Tuesday, southwest winds 5 to 10 becoming southeast in the afternoon, 2 to 3. That's get the any forecast we want. Forecast totally different from last week. And again, brought to you by the uh, best barbecue in Jacksonville, the Bearded Pig. The Tides forecast brought to you by Angie Subs, the best sub shop in Jacksonville, right there at the corner of Beach and Penman. And uh, if you've never been there, get the French fries and take your pick of the sub because they're all really good. If they got a special, get the special. Specials are outstanding. Today at 1.32 p.m. is your low tide at Mayport, the bar pilot dock. 8.18 p.m. is going to be the high tide. Tomorrow in the morning at 8.34 a.m., it's a 4.57 high tide. 2.18 p.m. is your low tide, and that's a negative .58. Uh, joining us here for the last segment in studio, Mr. Paul Dozier, old school Kingfish shootout. I have a question for for Paul uh, because it's changed from the first year to the second year. First year we fished on a Saturday. Uh, last year we fished. We had the option to fish on a Friday or Saturday. This year is Saturday only. Yeah, I've been waiting on Kevin to get on to me for that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, quite frankly, we got a lot of complaints of people wanting to fish head to head, and people, you know. I can see that pointing pointing fingers at each other, and uh, I know he did this and didn't do that. And yeah. it's not to mention the main thing was just the the double header of production for weigh-ins. We do a big live feed, yep. Facebook Live, and, and our volunteers just doing double the work. And it was just right. it was just it, it, and not to mention the weigh-in was a little slow with half the field. You know, it was better. It, it was. A little bit of chaos sometimes makes things a little more fun. And right, more I got you. Well, it makes the time go by faster, too, sometimes. Well, that's for sure. And maybe hopefully this year we don't have a tornado come through the way right. like we did last Golly, year. Golly, that, that was awful. That would, be, that, would be, that would be way better. No, I get it. I totally get what it. What kind of uh, events surrounding the, the tournament? Uh, did you have like a yeah. captain's meeting, a celebration for the yep. weigh-in? Yep, yep. We have, a, we have a captain's meeting. We have two captain's meetings on Friday at uh, St. Augustine Fish and Oyster House down there. Right next to Fish Bites, where you guys mm-hmm. will be next week. Which, by the way, they've got really good food. They do have really good food, and uh, they're they're also our, our Lady Angler sponsor. Uh, Nathan nice. Stewart's a big supporter, and that the, we have two. We have one at four and one at seven. Captain's bag pickup, boat number pickup, a short captain's meeting, and we do our best to be prompt on these things and not sit and drag around. I've been fishing tournaments forever. Seems like that the captain's meetings at six, it ends up happening at eight every time, and. You stand around, but that's not. We have a captain's meeting at four and one at seven. Oh, oh, darn! We have we have to do two captains meeting. We're going to be at the St. Augustine Oyster and Fish House. Yeah, so, you want to stay oh, around? My the, arm. Yeah, you want to stay at the bar for three hours and wait for the second one. That's okay. Too. <laughs> that's that's tough. You know, if Paul, I feel for you, man. Having to do two captains meetings, yeah. that's tough. You yeah, know? yeah. And then we then the weigh in will open at two o'clock on. Uh, on on Saturday. Saturday and the lines the lines are in at seven lines out at three so we'll start weighing fish at two catch the big guy you like to come in early yeah sure. sometimes the kids and families are over it by then anyway yep. so we don't want to hold people out there too long and then Sunday we'll have the awards at the St Augustine Fish House at eleven a.m. so okay. 
a little Sunday brunch, a little yeah. mimosa, stuff like that. So that's a that's a good setup, man. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. a cool place to do it at. I know that uh, me and Kirk and Kevin are looking forward to. Being down at Fish Bites next weekend. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, we'll be there next Saturday. and then Doing uh, a couple Kingfish seminars. Yeah. So we may have to sneak over and grab a bite to eat. Yeah, we'll I think uh, lunch sounds divine. And we'll have breakfast with uh, our good friends. Welcome to Moe's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then after that, we'll sneak on over to Paul's favorite watering snack hole. Snack on a little bit of uh, Captain's <laughs> Tournament. Maybe snack on a little bit of pimento cheese, low fat reduced <laughs> over there. Yeah, dude, that's terrible. <laughs> they, don't don't that. they don't have that at the. Uh, You're back for another beating, house. Kirk? Yeah. <laughs> May as well just beat a dead horse, right? Let's just get it done. That way we won't ever have to talk that, about that it. That wasn't again. beating a dead horse. That was beating a, a dead pimento cheese, I can oh, tell you that. So bad. I, we didn't even talk about the texture. Do we need to go no, there? No, 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 no. Because no. okay. just... I didn't bring up the texture. There was somebody else in this room that was, uh, you know. Like a cat turd? <laughs> I, I've Rolled never like tasted a cat turd. A cat turd. Well, there you go. Sun. Where did we Put go that on that? a cracker, you know? I can tell you I've never oh, tasted boy. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> cat turd on a cracker. <laughs> so, uh, so, Paul, I, um, we were just before we came on the air, you were saying that uh, – you may be going over to the Bahamas here pretty yeah, soon? Yeah, ne- next weekend uh, with my good friend Matt Bridgewater and some other good friends. We're going to fly over next Saturday. Marsh Harbor? Yeah, well, he, he's got a – his boat's an elbow. So, uh, which really? Is about five miles So, how the is it? Uh, we were there in February. It's it's uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, really? They rebuilt all uh, that. Elbow and Hope Town's better than Marsh Harbor, but Marsh Harbor's back. Boat Harbor Marina's open. They're having a 55-boat custom boat shootout there now. Awesome. Where do they store the boat over in White Sound? Yeah, uh, well, I believe it's in Hope Town in a marina, so it's okay. a little bit uh, – Yeah, we're going over end of May, oh, uh, me and the family. And, uh, we'll, I've spent a few we'll see Matt over there as weeks well, so over there over the years. I haven't been there since '96. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Last time Not I was changed, there was '96. Yeah, I mean '96. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was me and uh, Tom Davitt and his wife, and uh, we were over there and got chased out by Bertha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, but man, it was man, it's what a pretty place. It's a great spot. Man. Pretty it is. place. You know, I don't know what it looks like since the hurricane. We're going to find out. It but, looks good. But that's it, great. Uh, looking good forward for them, to them, man. I know there, they there, took. There's no uh, vegetation on right. the main island. I mean, the the thing, the 200 mile an hour hurricane sat on them for yeah. two or three days. Yeah, you know, I know, and just devastated them. And uh, but you know, things are things are not 100 percent normal, but things are way better. They were better than I anticipated. We're going back. Uh, it was good enough that we booked a trip for our family to go back in July. So uh, we'll that's be cool. back over there in July, and we're looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. the the place that you're talking about, the marina. Uh, sea spray, yeah, or, or it's boat was, harbor marina. I think it's boat harbor. Yep. And we knew a guy when we went over there, and uh, he had a great setup. Had a house there, you know, with the boat right there. You know, walk out the back door. It was just tremendous, yep. tremendous yeah, setup. And the crazy thing is, is that you're blue water fishing. What ten minutes? Can be. Yeah. 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 You, oh, yeah. you can literally go out the cut and then lay the riggers down. It's crazy. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah, how, that's fun. How good is that? Well, hey, uh, when are you going to be back? Oh, we can be back in five minutes. Oh, there's some cracks yeah. in Tulu Cut right there. Deep. Yeah. I mean, hey, deep, deep. There's some we good deep fishing right there. there in Tulu Cut, too, now. Yeah, Button we deep dropped in there. Big yellowtails and stuff. Yep. These yeah. guys are. These guys are trolling for yellowtail snap or, or mutton snapper, and they're catching big yellowtails. They go out there and troll ballyhoo and put a chin weight on them and just troll around the, the – uh, Reef. Sea of Abaco, right, yeah. sure, and yeah. catch these fifteen-pound muttons. I mean, how good is that? It's, it's, How much so, fun would so, that be? So, no so, so, that'd you be talk a blast. About a beer drinking sport. I mean, oh, yeah. right. 
that. That's yeah. my kind of fishing right <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah buddy. Yeah. <laughs> throw a 15-pound mutton in the cooler. Oh, yeah. Then, then, then you could throw a rock on land. That Heck don't yeah. suck. Yeah. That'd be nice. Well, that would, yeah. that, you know, that, that one more thing before you guys get out of here. The the weather we spoke about mm-hmm. looked good for next week. Yes. And, and we had to cancel the Blue Water Tournament this week, and we just postponed it a week. The Northeast Florida Marlin Association, and I'm not sure if the Nassau guys called them, but they're having their tournament next Saturday as well, Blue Water. Good catches of dolphin yesterday. The charter boats made it out yesterday. It was a little rough in the morning, got beautiful in the afternoon. Wow. But the, the Blue Water fishing is not over. So uh, Brian, I talked to Brian LeSage. He went yesterday, and he had 15. Yeah. Wow. And, and he had two two over 25. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah the fishing's still good. Yeah. So. Paul, uh, thanks for coming in. Hey, thank you, guys. We are, always appreciate your support. Yep, absolutely. Jeff, as usual, the Nimnik Outdoor Show is brought to you by some wonderful sponsors. Our breakfast provider next week while we're at the uh, Fish Bites Trading Post. Welcome to Moe's, Steenhatchee River Club, Angie Sub, Strike Zone, Shimano, Whalen Bay Marine, Kirby Co. Builders, Inc. Happy birthday, Jan Kirby. Tire Outlet, CNH Marine Construction. They're looking for employees if yes, you're they interested are. in a job. Atlantic Coast Marine, Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires, Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Coastal Equipment, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Claw Nolan Cadillac, Bearded Pig, Ring Pyre and a Cat Rental Store, and of course, where you get a best price guarantee, the Nimnick Family of Dealerships, Chevrolet on Cassett, and Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway. Folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. See ya. See ya. See ya. Crack cheese forever. I'm hooked.